Good morning, everyone. Hello. How's everyone today? That's great. We're here in the morning with the K72.M. Get fucked. You're trying. On your way to work today. You're absolutely trying. Go to hell. Let the record show that you showed up. All right, we got we got uh, we got NSYNC albums that uh, that I stole from the last CD store in existence. Is that the most reference? The most I don't know what the kids listen to now, man. NSYNC. I fuck. Well, okay, what's a band? Try, all right, let's let's here. Yeah. All right, you Vol- know what? Uh, there you uh, go. Volta Mars. No, that's wrong. That's that's a combination <laughs> that's of cute. two different bands. That's a thing I like that I might have said once. That you heard, and you're putting those words together. No, it's uh, it's, uh, it's the Mars Volta, but that's also Mars very, da- very dated, very dated. That this is this is entertaining. Oh, I was thinking of Bruno Mars, actually. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay, because I've talked about the Mars Volta, but he made a. See, no. This is this is hilarious. LV- what's the, what's LV- the deal with with the, the Mars Volta? The new the new albums. I mean, they fucking they do half an hour songs, and they just kind of crush it for a really long time on stage and it's great you should check out elvia vasquez it's a really good song but uh if you're if you're trying to get more modern and contemporary i i yeah let's 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 go let's get your best dude effort when here. i when when i was in the car my dad would just put on like q92 which was mm-hmm. the fucking q92 oldies. montreal and it's like so oldies I'm, 990 oh sorry oldies 990 Don't so i'm more up. familiar with like the beatles and the monkeys than anything else. oldies 990 played Celine, though. So well, here's the thing. It depends how when you were listening to it, because they would always go forty years in the past, and as we all know, Celine is forty years ago. She's one of those stopped in time people. Yes, in that you went stop in time. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get some. If you want to sound remotely. Like, okay, well, here, here. let's phrase it in a way where uh, you'll pay attention. If, <laughs> if you want to make people uh-huh. facepalm uh-huh. and upset everybody. Every time. By knowing something actually accurate uh-huh. in like, or, or an approximation of it, like your dab. An approximation of accuracy. Yeah, so you know how you don't cover your face when you dab? And it makes it worse therefore better because everyone who sees it kind of dies a little bit oh is that a thing otherwise i'm not doing that on purpose i just oh really you are supposed to cover your face during a dab (laughs) my plan is successful that's my plan is super working you're not kidding no i am not kidding (laughs) the whole point woolly the the no the whole point of me dabbing is to like is to ruin it is to cringe everybody out the room, right? And in you're, you're, you're you're literally trying to ruin it. So therefore, you ruin it because you're trying to do it in the worst possible way. No, you're for me. I'm doing it uh, in maximum ignorance, which I just assume will be the worst possible way. Okay, so the whole point is to cover your face, right? Why? But like you might have seen that uh, meme of. The kid who's dabbing, and then underneath his dab, he's crying. Okay. You've seen that one? I have not, but that sounds really funny. Really? No, nah, man. Oh, my God. I, I, I've discovered every time me and you talk about, like, social media and or the internet, I yeah. feel like you and I are on different internets. I mean, 
sort of because there's also black internet yeah but beyond I'm black internet, that internet no anymore. but you know i mean like fucking eli was browsing black internet i'm like why you want black internet because he lives in kentucky i'm like what are you doing <laughs> he can See, he was, can browse and yeah. do whatever he wants black twitter He's is black twitter bold. is there but that's not the that's not the point that's not the difference because we're still primarily on fucking dumb youtuber video game twitter that's true right that's that's the it's which the as we all know is the worst twitter it is it is that right we all know this. um and you know you don't always have to swipe over to current events to see what's happening i avoid doing that as much as i possibly can but I might. here's how i know that you are exposed to the modern uh-huh you get in an uber i do i have gotten an uber and the ubers often have the music play oh that that brain part turn off but when you hear the same thing even if you love or hate it a, a number of times no that brain part turn off it's gonna commit it's gonna s- scratch into the fucking hard drive you know no really no no like how long before you didn't listen to NSYNC, but then it was around you enough that eventually it kicked in and people fucking, were playing that shit yeah. nonstop. And you know what people play now? What's that? Billie Eilish. Oh, I know Billie Eilish. Or The Weeknd. So I think the funniest thing about me and Billie Eilish is that the first time I ever heard about Billie Eilish, it was a Seth Everman video about how to cover Billie Eilish's bad guy with like his couch furniture. Okay. And I went, does the song really sound like that? That's weird. Okay. And well, I didn't get the joke. Well, she's, she's an, that's, that's an example of where, uh, where it's at nowadays. Um, and uh, also because, like, uh, I think, yeah, she's doing the new 007 song. Yes. So there. You know that. That's a thing. So there you go. Aha. Uh-huh. So you can you don't have to say your end sync when you that know That first it. Evanescence album had some decent songs yeah, on it. Right. Okay. So I gave you that CD if I remember right. correctly. And then you you listened to it and you said, "What if that girl has a really pretty voice? Imagine if she was singing about anything that mattered." Yeah. Um bringing you decade old I don't, Evanescence pirate CD reviews. If that was my take, that was a pretty good take back then. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. However, um, bit destroyed because there we go. We've cut right to the heart of it. <laughs> that is in there. You just you're you're swerving around what you know to get to, you know, the thing that'll get the most out of people. I I'm just your Kaufman I on the stage. So, I am so uh, what do you call it? I'm so out of my depth on popular and current music that I I make an attempt to swerve away but because you're, everything I say will be wrong. But you're not. You're deliberately swerving away. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, you're. But but the but it's not that the the the, the it's not that the rest of the road isn't there and that your road leads. Well, to the, the only time I actually encounter popular music is in an Uber, at which point it doesn't sink in because uh, the, I I can't remember a song unless I get a title. I'm saying and the and like Paige listening to a music on her phone like that's it that's literally it. I'm saying you're Kaufman on stage reading The Great Gatsby. You read The Great Gatsby on stage? That was the book he pulled. That out. doesn't seem like the kind of thing for his bit with the with the children's song. To be perfectly honest, it doesn't matter what book you pull out on stage if you start reading it and it has more than ten pages. Yeah, uh, the effect is is felt. Uh huh. That's true. 
if I, I could fucking go up there and read um, uh, Rampa episode zero. <laughs> Which you would do. And which you would do. And after uh you know, a solid ten minutes, you're gonna start getting the reaction that he got, which is what are we doing here? What is this? Yo, this sucks. Get off the stage. It's like, oh. Ah, I see. Anti humor. Was anti humor really invented all the way back in like the sixties, seventies? I mean, I don't know if, if I'm labeling it correctly. I thought that's what it was called. Um, if you go to the wiki, the wiki definition of it, it might be something else. But whether you call it that or um, the uh, whatever else, uh, uh, um, it's the it's the it's the idea of like the joke is that you know the audience funny. hates it and the joke isn't funny. I feel like that's why it's funny. I, th- I feel Especially like if he enjoys it, the worst application of anti humor was back when I was in high school, and uh, anti humor was all the rage. But it was mainly being used to cover completely failed jokes. So man would tell joke, joke would go very wrong, and everyone would stare, and they were like, did you get it? It's anti-humor. It's not supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. And then they would turn away, and a single tear would roll down their cheek, because mm-hmm. it wasn't anti-humor. It was genuine. Yeah. Um, no, that's not how you do it. I, I learned. I learned from more than enough... Uh, uh, comedian episodes, whether in radio or podcast form, that you go for the joke and then the joke bombs and then everyone acknowledges the bomb and you go, f- oh. and fuck whatever the joke was, you're now an asshole for attempting Reminds it. me of a Bill Burr uh, sure. a, a sequence in which he starts talking about Rihanna and about beating women and the crowd just goes dead. <laughs> The crowd just goes completely yeah, dead. Yeah. And he points out, look how uncomfortable the room is right now. You're all about ready to jump me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, it is so, like, even through a screen, it's so palpable. Like, Bill. Yeah. Bill, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like, I like when, uh, you know, I mean, and it, like, again, if Patrice was in the room, he rips you open. Yeah. Right. But like, I like when the attempt is made and then. There's like a dead pause, and then the comedian just goes, "Nothing, uh, no, <laughs> no one, no, nothing, nobody. all right, nothing at all, really." All right, next, uh, <laughs> next on the bit. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> that's you know, it's, feel, it's so earnest. You know, I feel bad for. I feel bad for the 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 what what I, I don't know what I'd call it, like the essayist, like the crafter comedian. Mm. You know, the guy like the Seinfeld who will like work on a joke for like eighteen months. Right and craft it and sculpt it and make the perfect gag, and I remember watching Mitch Hedberg, who is blazed and barely yeah. visible on stage. Yeah, or going, Stephen hey, I wa- So I, I went to Target the other day. I tried to walk in, but I missed. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody goes, "Oh man, oh jeez." Yeah. Set up punch. Set up punch. And it's like it's a hundred and ten percent delivery. There's yeah. no content to any Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah, and and I mean that's you know that's what he you know like again like that's that's his style right. There's a couple others that that have that do that, but um, it's interesting when you listen to uh, a lot of different standups where they talk about how um, there's a point a couple years in where you realize that if you just want to go up on stage and get people to laugh at you, you actually can just do that anytime easily. But if you want to get people to like die and like never forget the bit you talked about you have to like 
craft it and do that thing where you tell a couple versions of it where it sucks until you find the exact wording and the exact timing and the exact phrasing Mm -hmm. for it to explode in most new audiences ears you know um and it is true like uh you grab a couple of uh, uh like mitch edberg again like you grab a couple of your favorite ones you know like everyone's got like a, they're non-humor like yeah, they're fucking they're, there's nothing to them yeah you know when he talks about like uh um uh, putting a frog in a, in a in a glass bottle and he says i'm going to give it a twig and a leaf to recreate its natural habitat it's delivery yeah you know but again the but the the big setup to 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 punch that is like um bring out bring out bring you along on a story yeah yeah that like you that that it lands that much it's like harder. i'm there in, it's in the moment absolutely it's a it's a it's it's a fucking absolutely like it's nuclear you know and it's a bigger impact so, so it's a it's a craft that like comedians appreciate more and more i don't think i've ever had a chance to talk about this particular thing on the podcast and it's not that long or important but i do want to say that my most respect of any comedian, comic, writer, anything, goes to uh, people like Rodney Dangerfield mm-hmm. and Rip Taylor. Mm-hmm. People who had comedy careers of 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. And they're they're working the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm going to do one joke mm-hmm. my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to very, very slightly vary it up. Guess what? What? Rodney Dangerfield did not do that. Rodney Dangerfield was a traditional comic nah. that had let literally one, he only got anywhere later in his life because he started later in the in, in comedy to begin with. He wasn't doing it his entire life. Yeah. Rodney started late. And two, when he first came up, he didn't have that angle. Okay. He had to figure it out. All right. Well, kick Rodney off the list. <laughs> I'm just going to talk about how much I love Rip Taylor. Yeah. It, and but how it's... that man has made throwing confetti at people the best thing in the world for 80, 100 years. I mean, once once he figured out no respect, it, it was all classic from there, you know? But he had to figure it out, right? And and it's interesting how the, the like when you find out the the stories behind a lot of these uh these huge huge a- acts where like it's almost like a character act or like a of or a specific a particular gimmick in a way mm-hmm. because finding out that that wasn't always there is super weird with Rodney I, it's almost you don't want to see it you don't want to see him go up there and not be that guy I mean you ever see Gilbert Godfrey talk with his real fucking voice okay well it's nightmarish really yeah i haven't seen that it's just some regular jack off okay just, hey guys what's going on i mean he does a podcast though yeah. so you can hear him talking and it's it is his voice but there is the microphone play up version yeah that's gonna be me presenting mm-hmm. the aristocrats right that's what he's doing on stage but like if he's doing the podcast it's still that but it's just not enunciating at that exact volume right but the biggest one is andrew dice clay Right, the Dice Man was a character that was not actually him, and, and and like Andrew Clay would go up and just do his like uh his straight up whatever random little bits, and then he'd be like kind of like doing Elvis impersonations yeah. and things like that, and then one of his characters was oh the Dice Man, mm-hmm. Hickory Dickory Dock, you know, like mm-hmm. all that shit. Uh, uh, Jack and Jill went up the hill 
They each had 25 cents. Jill came down with 50 cents. She needed the money. Oh, right. Like (laughs) that shit hit so hard when he did it as that character that he literally went, oh, this is my best material. I must now transform. I am now going to do this on stage all the time. So the whole hour became the Dice Man, right? And then eventually the hour becomes the Dice Man. Well, you might as well put the glove and leather jacket and shades on and become the Dice Man. I think that at that point you're legally obligated to never take the character off. And then he never took the character off. Yeah. Because off stage, he became the Dice Man. That's so weird. And he literally started acting that way and being that way. And like... Is there is there like a, a, like a, a note somewhere? Like, help me, I'm in this dice hell. <laughs> it super totally is exactly what happened. He started being that obnoxious guy just throughout life. And it was what he was known for. So he leaned into it. That's you know? bizarre. Um uh uh god uh what was the other one uh a uh, fucking Polly Shore yeah same thing Polly Shore did normal comedy mm-hmm. right like uh, Mitzi Shore like owned the, the the like a super famous comedy uh uh, uh joint and mm-hmm. uh like he was doing regular comedy and then the weasel oh, oh, oh right the weasel was a character jesus the character got popular he became the weasel and then every movie he did was that you know it just uh, larry the cable guy same shit and we just get a new hollywood squares so like i can find out about new celebrities i I was just thinking about this i'm like because my brain then jumped from these people to bobcat goldwaith yeah yeah. And I'm like, was Bobcat a kid? Probably setting the chair on fire on yeah. on the on the Tonight Show and yeah. whatever. And then I'm like, I don't know who. Ah, fuck him. Okay, but like the problem with that is that you don't need it. Hollywood Squares to tell you about new people. They already exist. And who those people are is every time you see a Twitter moment about a name you've never heard of. And then you're like, who is? What is this? And you click on it, and it says they're followed by seven million people. And I go, oh. And you're looking for the YouTube link. Yeah. <laughs> and there's none. There's no YouTube link. There's no link to an Instagram. And I'm there's like, nothing. You're like, but... what is this non-influencer <laughs> form of fame? I do not understand it anymore. That is exactly what you're describing. Oh, I hate it. You know, and then you have to find out, like, down the line, like, oh, yeah, well, they they <laughs> dated a musician. And then they were also, like, I don't know, in a movie somewhere. I... And... I... I might be unpopular if I say this amongst many people, but when I see trending in my internet window d- rumors of so-and-so on a date with blah, 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 everyone who wrote that and reads that can go die. Yeah. Well, you know, d- oh my, like, it's, it's pretty terrible. Like tabloid gossip yeah. mm-hmm. and or like, oh, what's what's whoever's new house like uh, like fucking go to hell yeah it's awful um everything to do with uh royal family bullshit yeah is infuriating on a deep deep level i can't even talk about the royal family on this podcast because every time i do i get real heated and say real stupid shit okay well um, i have family that were like oh the royal family is so noble and i was like 
Grandma. I yeah. don't know about that. Yeah, who's her? Who's her favorite royal? Is it Prince Andrew? I don't know. She he likes died, pizza. So I can't ask Grandma's ashes who her favorite <laughs> royal. Find is, out. Or... Find out who your favorite royal is. Um, listen. So the 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 deal is that uh, that shit is garbage, and obviously. Guess what? The Inquirer, National Inquirer and shit has been making money off of it before the internet for years. So why wouldn't it work committed I, to a digital format? I ran into the most astonishing this is the this is the perfect encapsulation. When I was a young man, even though I hate the royals, I will admit that the, the princess die going out in that car crash was pretty tragic, right? Getting away from the paparazzi, paparazzi. all that shit. And I knew someone who bawled their eyes out over uh, the Princess Diana thing. And it was like, it's so terrible, I can't believe it. And then we were walking somewhere, and they saw <coughs> a copy of National Enquirer that was covering the car crash, and ran over and picked it up and bought it and read it cover to cover. Because they had to know. Mm-hmm. And I looked at them, and I'm like, you totally had a part in killing that lady. And they got very upset with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very upset. That's a bit of a high concept for for somebody that is running over to grab that paper. Also, I think I'm 10 yeah. at this point. Oh, wow. Well, because think think back how long ago that yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, even but, that's, I, but that's a very advanced <laughs> conclusion to draw as a 10-year-old. Yeah. But I was like grossed out by that shit, and I'm like, people who congratulations. I was like, people who sold those pictures. You figured that out before your balls dropped. Congratulations. I don't know if they dropped. Still, well, it's unclear. That's a very advanced concept, and the person who got burned by that should feel roasted. It was an adult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that's that's you know you're rubbernecking in print form. Yeah, you know. Um. That is, uh, 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 yeah, that's one of the, the fucking most garbage ones. And then the fact that, like, all these years later, it continues to be a thing because of all the marriages going on and whatever. And you're just like, dear God, you know? right? And for some reason, um, whenever something pops off, it's like, like, whenever that, you know, you like, there's like shit where it's like, hey, Twitter has curated for you, whatever you, and you, oh, yeah, did it? Yeah, and you turn that shit off. And then it's like, okay, but. The only thing that matters right now on Earth is what is happening with this baby, though. Oh, yes. So it doesn't matter whether you turn it on or off. This is what we're pushing at you. Um, Pretty fucking gross. Uh, The fact that I even know that the the younger of the two decided to step back from the royal family is like, I don't need that information. I don't care. Isn't it important to you? You know what's, you know what the one thing that I will say, and I'm like, you know, this, like, I didn't care anything about knowing this, but seeing it also just like doubles down all these feelings we're discussing is there was a giant picture that was a side by side of articles written about um, the older Prince's wife yeah. and the younger one. So uh, Kate versus uh, Megan. Okay. Right. And it was literally like, um, there's shit where it's just like, oh, are these photos of Kate showing like, these photos of Kate 
uh, with her hand on her pregnant stomach, show how much she's already in love with her kid. Yeah. And then the Megan version is just like, hand on pregnant stomach. It's all about me. Selfish, selfish, yeah. selfish. Well, it's, 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 a, it's an entire... <laughs> right. It's an selfish entire gesture. Bad. ...industry built on, uh, like, in, like, inferring bullshit from nothing. It was wild because they actually had, like, 20 different yeah. topics side by side of the exact same thing but when kate did it it was it was marvelous bad. it was spectacular but when megan did it it was horrible she's ruining everything right this <laughs> this american coming over and bringing her you know who knows what i forget her mixed ways i forget what it was <laughs> i forget it might be like an ancient uh i don't know i'd be an ancient vice video I don't get it. But uh, journalists went down to Hollywood for a little experiment Mm -hmm. and would pick random paparazzo and just start videotaping them while they were, like, hanging out outside of celebrity houses Mm -hmm. and following them around. Mm -hmm. And 201, they all started going crazy within, like, an hour. Yeah. And just freaking out and getting violent. And it's like, oh, you're all just as garbage as I thought you were. So How wonderful is that? Judgment, like, guilt-free judgment. Oh, yeah. And then I followed all of these these things, like, to the point where there was, like, a logical conclusion you have to draw. Because you see moments where there's, like... um, there's really great ones where I forget who it was. I think it was like Chris Rock or it was either Chris Rock or Seinfeld or one of the a famous comedian that kind of was just kind of had a moment of or no, or it might have been Chappelle even, whatever. But they were just having a candid moment of just like, hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? You know, and they're just like, oh, not much. Click, 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 anything or whatever. And he's just like, nah. And it's like, yeah, hey, you, what, what's going on? Like, talk to me. How's your, how's your kids? How's your life yeah. going? You know, like just having this kind of moment with them because it's like, there's nothing else you can really do. Yeah. And we've seen the other version of it where like someone gets pat- mad enough where you're taking pictures of their kids. And I'm going to smash shit. your camera. I'm going to smash your camera. At which point then you've got them lawyered up yeah. to the nine so they can fucking like, oh, the debris from the camera hit me in the ankle, which means I can't walk, which means I can't work. Therefore... Uh, yada, yada. lawsuit to the infinity right mm-hmm. and um yeah it, anyway it just you take it to the logical conclusion of just like obviously if those people get followed by people yeah right they're gonna hate it obviously they don't want the same thing turned back on them but like you know it's not a mystery to point out the grossness of like what they're doing for the paycheck they receive for those photos yeah because like People rob and kill people. That's true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I am aware. So, like, it's just there's a so I there's, think, you just have to go right. You're I think, amongst. I think that's what it, trash. It's, uh, I think there's a there's a specific like little box in society that we live in. By the way, um, uh, with professions that are technically legal, right? So everything that is obviously clearly morally wrong by almost anyone's personal standard but not explicitly against the law <laughs> so they get a pass yeah you're vulturing vulturing yeah. is not actually like harmful in a direct provable manner in the court of law therefore the vulture can as long as they're not trespassing on your property, yeah. stand as far back as they want and use their sniper scope to take a picture of you in your fucking house. It's bleaching your asshole. Yeah. And it's like, ah, what a scoop. What what shade of bleach 
<laughs> did he use this is a real scandal because uh you know this person's actually sponsored by uh baby's brand bleach asshole but they were using spicy brand bleached asshole this is a huge scandal how many creases how many folds can we see get that lens out yep this and, picture's worthless i can't see a single crease and 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 i want to say um I want to say, like, there was a world record for the most expensive paparazzi photo that had to do with the Royals that was, like, in the multi-millions. Yeah, I think it was some bullshit where they had to use, like, a fucking hyper-telescope to, like, zoom in over a wall or some, some, some Yeah, I don't know what it was, whether it was a wedding photo or something. I don't know what it was, but it was something. And they were just like, yeah, this just broke, shattered all records because there was a newspaper that was willing to shell this kind of money out for it. Therefore, just completely... Like, Listen, man, I'm not validating. A bad, I'm not a culture. bad guy. If there was no demand, I wouldn't have to get this shit. No, it's the price they pay, right? I wouldn't be a vulture if you guys didn't buy it. Vulture culture, and then the newspaper that's like, oh, especially when it's a newspaper that's like the integrity of journalism. Mm-hmm. That's like you know, fucking running up these screenshots of like random person. If we don't like you, here's a picture of you with your mouth open. Oh man, those <laughs> every photo of you with your mouth open looks like garbage, man. I, the first time I saw those was back in the day when I was walking uh I was going down to the metro to go to school and I remember seeing like uh they had pictures of Jean Chrétien who was like the former prime minister of Canada like a couple yeah, steps so ago. Yeah, so Trudeau, Harper, Martin, then Chrétien. So he's a while back. He he's was, a while back. He was when we were were 10 to 20 i want to say not even 20 like yeah like 5 to 15 early years yeah but uh i remember just seeing pictures of him mid-speech going like ah so you know let's get some context because you're all gonna try and google jean chrétien jean chrétien was old as fuck and he was a stroke survivor. Yeah. And he was from bumfuck nowhere up yeah. north in Quebec. Yeah. So this was a French-ass yeah. old man with a busted fucking face who you could barely understand. Every photo of him looked like shit. Exactly. Also, and, they're going to try to Google him because you got to spell and it. And then but. you then you had like the moments where he was doing the thing that you do with any politician. And he looked like a fucking deranged psychopath. But he is a stroke victim. Yeah. So it was extra fucked up. Yeah. But they were like, do you remember that fucking ad they ran? Uh, This is normally not the kind of thing it would bring up, but we're talking 10 plus year old Canadian politics. When the fucking Tories ran that motherfucking ad. What's a Tory? A Tory is a a conservative uh, thing. But anyway, they ran this ad of, of fucking Chrétien in full stroke face. Yeah. And just like, he was yelling at a protester or some shit, and he had it disappointing. And it's like, is this the way you want your prime minister to look to everyone? And it was up for like a day. Yeah. Before, like, everyone on the planet (laughs) was like, that man had a stroke, you motherfucking pieces of shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not John. (laughs) Yeah. Folks are struggling. It's not John. It's Jean. J-E-A-N. Jean. Jean. Cretien, yeah, um, with the H, yeah, but yeah, that ex- that's exactly it, right? It's super fucked, uh, and that was one of the first I remember of just like the wide mouth photos <laughs> being like, oh, this is how you just make people look their dumbest, no it's, matter what it, they're hey, doing. Hey, everyone at home now has the ability to do this themselves. Take a YouTube video of your favorite YouTuber and just pause at any random moment, and you're good. 
for those of you just who, Photoshop a dick right in there. Yep. For those of you, that's who, what it's for. You can't hear the sounds of our mouths making an O face. It's uh, yep, the definitive photo, the one that will be etched forever. I was going to say like uh, uh fucking sticky, sticky printed oh. over my gravestone. No, you know what it'll be, <laughs> Willie. It will be engraved upon a disc of solid gold and loaded up into the Voyager 9 spacecraft <laughs> to, to be space. blasted out past the Oort cloud. Yeah, 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 there you go. Exactly. And I know what you're thinking, creative types. You're thinking, that's a hilarious image. Let me jump in and open my Photoshop right now. Yeah. Guess what? No retweets for you. No. Someone's a coward. None. Someone's no, a coward. No, I'm just, I'm so done with that face. I love retweeting unflattering photoshops of myself. I've retweeted so many unflattering things <laughs> of myself on a regular basis. But not that one. I need them to be new. I want new unflattering so shit. What this, Give me new shit. So what? This, Old shit's tired. So what? This Old is, face Wooly with the with the fucking purple on his mouth. I'm done. It's been years. So what? I need is the new shit to all of you Photoshop wizards. Is though what you need to do is make a cool new fancy Photoshop that's funny, but hide almost microscopically yeah. small. Yeah. The woolly blueberry pie O face sure, in there, sure. So that woolly will retweet it and then go, ah, oh, curses! It was in there. If you zoom in, it was in the DMC five uh, four couch or whatever. There was it was hidden somewhere. It was in there somewhere. It was hidden. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm telling curses. you, I'm telling it like it is. I'm here telling it like it is. My house for All a legitimate right. retweet. Um, yeah, continue calling me a coward after last week's podcast title. <laughs> but you're a coward for a bit, and then you ca- uncowarded. <laughs> I stared hey, long listen, and hard at that button. Listen, people learned about history. But that's what surprised me. I was unknowingly expecting that people, especially Americans, would know their history. No. And they didn't. So... It led to so much confusion that people that saw the coward title thought that was the bad one. And then they're like, oh, you, you cleaned it up. You cleaned it up. And they thought it got cleaned up, not remotely realizing how fucked that entire thing was because apparently they don't know the fucking history. I would like to which point Which is crazy because I'm Canadian. I would like to point out that's 102 years ago. That is far. No, it's not. Oh, shit. It's 82? 82? No, wait. We're in 2020. 98? We're in 2020, so yeah, it'd be 102 years. Close to 100 years ago. You thought World War I was fought with muskets. Yeah, I didn't know my shit. That was the same, that was the same year, yeah. But I'm saying that I thought that that was something that happened in history class for America. No. And surprisingly, it wasn't. I didn't know that. I barely remember anything that I got taught in history class. Everything was about... And then the Brit, you know, the French showed up in Nouvelle France, and then the British took it, and we were very sad. And then maybe my uh, you, my impression your, of your faith of the of history classes is grandly overstated. Perhaps throughout my life, uh, the importance of Black History events mm-hmm. might have not been the same as yours or other people's. Perhaps there was a difference for, for, of emphasis. For the vast majority of my life, Black History Month and or Black History was this is the time during school that I write a little 500-word essay on the Underground Railroad. 
have you ever been pulled aside and told that you have to work twice as hard and be twice as good and uh and so on and so forth no okay <laughs> i did are, not have your grandmother there are that was not my grandmother uh, was not your grandma okay. no there were many many differences i can infer no possibly. in fact i was pulled aside by someone and told who no matter how hard they work who you shouldn't trust and i was like i'm not gonna ex- no no i'm not buying this one yeah fuck this yeah 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 that's for this i got is... the exact opposite experience yeah there is a funny there is a real funny like i'm seeing a real funny divide of uh folks going oh my god too real yeah and folks going wait what you mean is this about the world war what are you guys talking about like like okay so Wait, here we go i had to google search it in the in the right. podcast you were yes sorry i gotta cry okay all right massive secrets for a lot of people here okay uh there's a lot of parents uh probably not if pro- not if you're white probably uh that have that that speech they give their kid my mom told me to believe in myself yeah well <laughs> that's not what i got okay i got the you need to be twice the person that everyone uh, that society expects you to be, you need to be twice as good yeah. as the other people in your class. You need to be twice as smart. You have to go twice as hard. You have to overcompensate for all the undercompensations that yeah. it's going to uh, that are gonna gonna be on your plate. And like that's something you get more than once, right? What's the earliest you, age you get that? You get the first like like. I must have been like six. That's young. The first time I got, yeah, it's the harder, better, faster, stronger. The harder, better, faster, stronger speech comes at you well before, like that's before age of reason. Oh, you're you're like the elementary school, early yeah. years. You're getting that shit in pre-K. You're getting that shit in in kindergarten. You're mm-hmm. you know you're starting to become a, a person. You're starting to become a human being. And one of the first things you learn is that you need to overcome this situation that is the inequality by mm-hmm. uh overachieving and rising above it mm-hmm. and uh looking well not so much looking at others in a, in a, in a different way but it, it's it's a very weird feeling you think that fucks kids up did you, that fuck you up as a kid you tell me i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know because i know i used to uh i used to have uh some asian friends that told me that like they got the variation of that speech which isn't you have to uh, overcome the inequality it's that you have to crush or die you must be the number one well there's that yeah and that's that's yeah. their variation that's yeah. that cultural thing see by the time i wasn't hitting the honor roll every uh every report card i think it was kind of like all right you know it was it was we we know what this is so did like life crash down upon on the household when you're like I'm gonna go into digital arts. I mean, no. Like at first, I guess it 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 showed up well in the fact that I skipped grade one. Oh, that's good. But then at some point, you know, the things that you learn from all those studies, where it's like, hey, telling kids that they're so smart is worse than telling them that it's good they worked hard. Because when you're told that you're smart and you encounter a wall, you don't keep trying. I got hit with that real bad. Yeah, we talked about that a while ago. That's a real big I one. I did not learn how to study until I was like in my 20s. Yeah. 
And then you eventually you, you hit the same wall everyone does, which is you're not the top of that leaderboard. You used to be when there was a much smaller leaderboard. But now we're on the national level and you ain't shit. Yeah. And now how do you deal with that? And if you've been like naturally given the the your results because you feel that you're just so much smarter by default, then you have no acumen mm-hmm. to, you know, fucking rise to the occasion of being beneath anyone else on that leaderboard. But, 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 uh, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, say, yeah, telling a kid that doesn't understand the concept of like co- competition or like economic placement that they need yeah, to Yeah, these are these are kind of high-end concepts for children. That they need to live up to an ideal of being twice the person that the average white man is. This this is, is kind of intense. This is not like one or two years past the age when I just told this story yesterday, uh, but uh, where I remember being a small child, not quite six, I think it was four, and uh, where I learned the lesson about what things are okay and not okay to say in public, where I was out with my mom in a Woolco, if that time gates this for people, and I looked to my mom, and in the loudest child voice I could manage, totally innocently, I said... Mom, what's wrong with that lady's face? Why is she so ugly? Is she okay? And uh, that's what I remember of that story. Mm-hmm. Mother tells me that the lady like blanched and like kind of ran away. Mm-hmm. And my mother was like, oh my God, shut the, shut the fuck up. Never say that again. So <laughs> every kid has a version of that. You know, so the, the the moment that you learned about your filter, the moment you learned that other people are real and, <laughs> and are like, yeah, it's not no, just mom and dad and the siblings, the, um, the concept of the filter. But the the age that you're getting this thing at is like closer to that than it is to like having a working brain. Yeah, and it continues the entire time. Um, and it and like thankfully, right? Here's the thing: I don't know, um, at what age. You know, she got it, and I don't know what age my grandparents got it, mm-hmm. but clearly this has been the way to to go about business. Yeah. Uh, ever since shit's been bad, which guess what? It's been bad for a very long time. Has it? Ah! I'm, not, I'm not super familiar. Ah! Triple digits. What? Mid. <laughs> Mid triple digits ah! on the year count. Not even low. You know. I don't know. There, there was probably a good year or two in there. Yeah, well, you, there was, there was. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so that's a that's a tradition at this point. Yeah, that's gets go that's getting passed down, right? And like, I'm infinitely, infinitely lucky to be able to say that, like, by the time I got the last version mm-hmm. of that speech, right. The last version of that speech was me in my 20s, mm-hmm. right? Fully actualized. Yeah. Early 20s. Yeah. Early ass 20s. Being told that um, wearing out my hair in dreadlocks mm-hmm. is going to just be like, you know, them rasp from yod. I'll go to hell. Right? And 
Well, no, she's she's trying everything in her power to not do that. Oh yes, but fair. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, and and you know that's that's the Jamaican side of things. You're but perpetuating she, but she's a, a negative stereotype. But no, 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 not even that. Not even that. It's okay. it's not about that side of it, right? It's it, 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 you would think, but it's actually that um, you look unemployable, and that is not an employable haircut. Essentially, jokes on you, Ma. Me and my friends invented a new type of job. Ha ha! Sidestep that shit. <laughs> so you'll never get anywhere playing those video games. This- <laughs> yeah. So the first QA place I worked, the literal slogan was "Your parents were wrong." Oh, nice. It was pretty sl- pretty sick, pretty sick slogan. Even though the place was garbage, um, but we actually. Actually, like, like this was before any of this even like was a concept. Mm-hmm. My response at the time was quite simply: "Is like, listen, I get it. Uh-huh. My entire life, this has been the thing. Yeah, it's, it's right? been an ongoing process. But here's what you have to understand: I like my hair. Uh huh. I'm doing this because I like it. It's important, and I enjoy it. It's a part of who I am. Okay. If you're telling me." That if I go to apply for a job somewhere and they look at me and they see that and they say, nah, that's not someone we can employ. Fuck that place. I don't want to work there. Problem solved. And then, right, part two of it is like the kind of people that you might associate with or that would want to – that would make a judgment call about you, right? Okay, so this is – if you see that hair and you think – you know what? I don't want to associate with someone that looks like that. Mm-hmm. You have already passed the filter that is, I don't want you around me anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? So if this is repellent because you care about something as stupid as a haircut, then go the fuck away. There's also a little nice meta commentary about, like, in order to, in order for our people to survive, we have to become just like those people. <laughs> don't do this thing that you want to do. So that you don't fit it, like, it's it's fucked. Yeah, but what are we going to do? Build Wakanda in the middle of fucking Shamity? I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> what are we supposed as to... Long, as long we... as it's not Laval. Because <laughs> you don't want to be in Laval. Nobody I... wants to be in Laval. Shamity's in Laval, bro. Ah, see? There's your problem right that's, there. That's literally what I'm saying. Like, you want us to build an alternate, uh, like, uninfluenced by the West culture out of nowhere? Listen to my voice, man. It's too late. This is it's what we got. It's far too late. This is what we've got. Willie, why do you talk like that? Oh, why do I are talk? You, are you putting that on? Why? What's what's going on? I don't know. You know, you can let the real you out, right? Yeah. You know, it's right. It, it's just, after all, black is performative, right? Oh, it can be. Yeah. So, when you don't turn that switch on, you know, you're not acting black enough. You don't... I know I can see the blackness on your skin... But you're not, you're not giving that, you know. I need more. That, uh, that Wait, energy. I'm just not getting enough. Can you bring, can you give me some of that energy though? This is not really cutting it for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I apologize for the inability to do that. So what I was, what I was going to say is that uh, around that time, it was really just like, it was pretty much the last version of the conversation because it was just like, I don't 
care <laughs> about the future you're trying I've, to secure for me I with feel these like you rules. You could have ended that with just like I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> I like, really don't. You know, I'm gonna go do some shit with art or video games or whatever the fuck that's interesting, and I'm gonna see people with way crazier looks than I have. And like, if you can like make a call on somebody based on that and go like that's an untrustworthy then yeah fuck off you know that's stupid i think it's dumb i think anyone i think any schools that are like hey, you must have only hair colors that are natural of this fucking like just fuck off with that it doesn't matter you know how do you feel so i remember being told as a youth that a tattoo would make you unemployable well listen and then it became a visible tattoo yeah and then it became a face tattoo. Yeah. But now I think if I see a person with a suit and a face tattoo, yeah. I'm like, wow, you, wow, you fuck, you must be super good at your job. Cause you jumped fate. The face tattoo is forever. It's, it's so the, like what I was kind of getting at is that how lucky that it happened to hit the right moment that just as I was kind of saying, fuck all that noise. Yes. That there were like, People becoming multimillionaires that looked like crazy with the fucking tats and the hair and that it didn't matter. And that a CEO could like be someone. Is that dog a millionaire? Yeah. <laughs> and it's got a fucking mohawk, who, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. And like that started to like be a thing. And then you'd see all these like Forbes power 30 under 30, yeah. you know what I mean? Th profiles. And it'd be like, oh, who's that? That doesn't look like a traditional yeah. millionaire. And it's like, yeah, because it stopped mattering because that person thought of some cool thing and then got a lot of money for it. It's, and then, then they're fine. It's a so damn who fuck, shame. Who the fuck cares about that this fitting in final at, at, conversation at, at, happened in your early 20s? Don Draper's business. Because now that we're in our early 30s. You would have had the ability to shut your mom down with just a single okay boomer. <laughs> because yeah. that's that's the all the energy. Yeah. The future is now, old person. I'm not bringing my resume into a madman office, right? I'm bringing my resume to Sonic Fox. Yes. And they're going to be in the full costume. And he's going to be like, hey, man, what, hey, can you can you fucking do this infinite? And you're going to be like, no. All right, well, <laughs> next candidate. <laughs> and I'm like, fair enough. Fair enough. Mom, do you want to know how to do a fucking infinite? What? What? Light punch. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Keep the rhythm up. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's good. It's good. You know, and, and, uh, uh, the other filter, of course, that makes a difference here, which is not universal, but still applies is there's also the secondary motivator of, you know, it, it goes against the Bible to like have long hair uh -huh. and it goes to be non-traditional with, uh -huh. the, the way, you know, well, that's just a whole other can of worms. But that's, that's the thing. So the tattoos, the markings on the skin, the long hair, and woman wearing pants. You ever eat a, sh a shrimp? I, I, I accidentally ate a shrimp back in Grenada when Damn. I was young. And fuck me if it wasn't delicious. Hey, I want to give a shout out to that guy on the subreddit who is, uh, I just realized, uh, a, a devout Christian who listens to this podcast and yeah. has like a laid back attitude and yeah. been like, oh, these guys are done. They don't know nothing. Hey, you're cool. Yeah. 
I appreciate you still listening to the podcast, even though we take the piss out of you. You know why? Because the Catholics are... We- I always specifically go for the Catholics, because I've been around them forever. Yeah. Oh, you guys are so weird. Yeah, I mean... Eating I, that Jesus, that's weird. I read a, I read a, I read a comment today about some of those like, exhausted of like, whatever Wooly gets into the religion stuff, so I don't want to beat the dead horse too much. But, you know, there is the truth that, like... I gotta the, eat that Jesus. The first thought process that everyone argues about internally forever when it comes to the hair thing is, but Samson had the dreads, though. What are you going to say? That- Samson had dreads? Samson had dreadlocks. Oh, the cool. The strongest, coolest Hulk man. Oh, that makes sense. Because his hair would be physically strong. Yeah, okay, yeah. He had locks. And Delilah cut them off, you know, and then he lost his power. But straight up, he did. But that's the the thing, though. And it's like, okay, well, what are we going to... Is that an exception? Or what are you... It's like, nah, you're not Samson, though. Delilah's such a pretty name for such a traitorous wench. Well... Jawbone of an ass. A thousand soldiers. Don't know what you're talking about. He killed a thousand soldiers with the jawbone of a donkey. Cool. As his weapon. That's dope. That dude's pretty tough. Samson's a badass. And then when he was too when he was weak because they cut the hair off and tied him up yeah. in, in a like a coliseum, and they're all like, ah, fuck this guy. Yeah. He was like, okay, God, I fucked up. But can you give me one last Huzzah. God trigger. Yeah. <laughs> well, give me one last heaven trigger. Yeah. And let me just pop off on these motherfuckers for a minute. Just let me, for a minute. Just let me talk to them for a minute. I don't need to get all of them, but I would like to get a good, like, mm, in there. And then God was like, all right, I'm going to give you just enough meter for one more BT. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a devil trigger. Yeah, I know. This, is weird, this, <laughs> this whole thing's breaking down. Sure. But anyway, one more Rage of the God. Yeah, there you go. Right? And then he clicked L3 and R3, and then he pulled the the the, the pillars down. And then those pillars, apparently, the architects that built this place, uh, Death Star. Oh, cool. So everyone, all these, all these like, uh, 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 assholes are, are in this Colosseum, but the entire Colosseum was held up on two pillars that he happened to be attached to. Well, that was stupid as shit. And he was like, yeet! And he pulled the pillars, and then the entire thing came well, down on everybody. And as it came down, someone in the stands was like, why did we build this thing like this? That seems like it was a bad architectural decision. We should have protected our, our, our investment against one badass doing a grand cross in the middle. That's correct. <laughs> in the middle of the arena. <laughs> yes. One cheeky boy doing we, a grand cross oh man. stopped all of us. <laughs> and that's Samson, really, you know. But yeah, those are dreads. What a fucking what a fucking winding path we took on this one. Ah, it's a fun podcast. I like this podcast. It was a good time. Alright. I didn't hey, even, I, I had a whole other branch fork of oh, conversation yeah, sitting over here that i like i was i was holding on to while we were still talking about comedians yeah and then it, it was so far gone that i uh, missed it um just hold on to that one for the future no it's never going to come up again I, all i was going to say is oh, okay it's one of those because we started with the concept of bombing at jokes yeah and i don't know how we got where we oh, got are you going to talk about that fucking ventriloquist woman again no i'm going <laughs> to talk about how uh that was i always hated you know how like the corny, terrible radio show sound effect button I hate it. I hate is it. Awful? Shock jock. Shock jock. The shock sound. jock button is the most it, it's the, it's garbage. Ooga. Hey. It's, it's the worst, right? Yeah. However, however, I was convinced to start appreciating the concept of drops. Okay. As they're called. With 
the bomb when someone tells a horrible joke. Oh, yeah. Pause. And then there's a car crash noise. <laughs> and it just the timing on the car crash noise. It's a pregnant pause followed by an exclamation point on you suck ass, dude. Right? And it 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 was a Pavlovian response. And it it I learned to love that car crash. Especially if it was particularly awful and you'd hear like five overlapping car crashes. <laughs> like, dear God, that was awful. You shouldn't have tried. You, you really know? shouldn't have tried. It was it, that was so that I learned to love. I, I learned to you know appreciate the humor of the drop through that. But anyway, and what'd you do with your week, man? Uh, why don't you go first? Why don't I go first? Okay. Uh, I didn't play all that much video games this week. I mainly uh, took a look at a new TV show uh, that is sweeping the nation. Wooly. Have you ever read a woman's romance novel? I have not read Beastars. Okay. So, I gotta ask. What is up? Women who are listening to this podcast. I'm sure there's at least two of you. What is up with... What if that monster man just fucked me? And I died. Or almost died. But what if the monster fucked me? What's up with this? Oh, we go in Harlequin Romance, Front of the Farmer Pre. There's a word CBS. for this. It's called Ravishment. Um, Twilight? Yes, Twilight. I, so, can't, I can't resist. So guess what Beastars totally literally is? It's just Twilight. Oh. But not satisfied... That the Westerners were getting all the furry shit. Okay. It, uh, I want to say her name is Itagaki... I had her up here. Itagaki Paru was like, no. Japan's fucked up and creepy. We can do this. His obsession is not creepy if he's hot. Well, there's been a, there's been a tweet that uh, Paige and I have been laughing about for about two weeks now. Which is a morally gray character... Is a character who commits crimes, but is hot. <laughs> uh, That's how you know they're morally great. Right. Beastars is, is a high school drama. Is it? Yes. About a young wolf man named Lugosi and a young rabbit woman named Haru. Yeah, I, I went to pull up some... So I went to pull some shit up, and before I even get to a trailer or an intro, the first thing I get is a pairing video. Yes. So, um, and uh, as they live in a, a animal kingdom that is totally has nothing to do with Zootopia at all, um, between the carnivores and the herbivores, in which they exist in a bizarre, uh, teetering society in which carnivores still want to eat people mm -hmm. and everyone's like ah, don't eat us man um a burgeoning romance between this this giant powerful lithe wolf man who desperately wants to devour this tiny rabbit but also loves her maybe etc not zootopia no Okay. And it's like, oh man, my animal instincts want me to just tear you limb from limb. But but no feelings. 
So I don't know what's up with that. Chicks apparently dig that shit really bad. Is this the kind of world where, like, a wolf and a rabbit can successfully mate? We're, we're gonna... Oh, you, anything can fuck anything. But... Successfully. Well, yeah. And it, the, there's... So, before I continue onwards, despite the fact that I'm starting up with, what's up with chicks wanting to get fucked to death by monsters? Shrug? Beastars is fucking great. Okay. Beastars is fucking great. Okay. And I'm going to assume there's a little thrill for the people out there that identify with that particular uh, uh, facet. But after that, it is a uh, exciting, dramatic, uh, twisty, turny, uh, fucking romantic slash dramatic story that has all sorts of shit in it that I wasn't expecting to see is way more uh, explicitly violent and sexually ex- uh, explicit than I would have expected. Okay. Um, some wipeouts in Beastar. Some wipeouts? People are getting wiped out. Huge wipeouts. Huge wipeouts. Um, I mean, the name of this show is simultaneously the greatest and most infuriating thing. So, uh, there's that, I suppose. Um, Beastars makes way more sense when they tell you what the Beastar is. Sure. But either way, it's a combination of the word beast and star. It is. Which, if you were in grade seven, you would think is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also... We, so, we, uh, there's there's uh, a high school drama with... Gangstar. Like, with, with a, uh, a focus on a, a, a love story, love triangle, all sorts of shit. Um, but underneath it is a really fascinating setting... In which it's like, hey, Lugosi, what are you eating? Oh, I'm eating my egg sandwiches so I can get my protein. Because you're not allowed to eat fucking meat at the school because your friends are made of meat. Yeah. Bad to do. Yeah. But there is that one part of town you can go to. Okay. If you like. So it goes into the, the logistics that an animal it, world it doesn't goes, go into. It goes super deep into the logistics. Because an animal world with carnivores is not going to make... Is an inherently unstable one. The cow that's working at a butcher shop doesn't make a ton of sense. Uh, there's a, the very first thing that happens, and if you saw the, the preview for it, the very first thing that happens is a schoolmate gets fucking eaten at school. And nobody can nobody knows who did it. And an alpaca gets fucking eaten in the theater room. Okay. Dead. And that's the backdrop. And people are scared of carnivores. And there's a lot of weird drama with the fucking, you know, the rabbits or shitheads. And they're picking on the other rabbits. Because this rabbit is pure white. And they're the fucking the harlequin pieces of shit yeah. with the split. Yeah. Um. So on top of the carnivore herbivore, like... They're gonna they're Split. gonna die if they don't eat meat. No, they won't die. You can get your protein. In fact, there's an entire substory dedicated to a chicken who is clearly the author self-insert because uh, the author Itagaki-san almost always wears a chicken head. Okay, 
around because she wants to stay as anonymous as possible because she is the daughter of the in, the writer of Graveler Becky and did not want to be known as herself yeah. until her work became for real. Nick Cage. Who's Nick Cage's dad? Uh, Nicholas C- Nick Cage. Yeah, his real last last name is Coppola. Oh, all right. Well, that explains a lot. Oh man, or okay, some, something to that effect. Yeah. Uh, but guess what? She nailed it because B stars is great. So, like, yeah, there's that. But then there's also just constant, constant genius animal shit. Just characters are acting with their own character traits, obviously. But every now and then you will see a little uh, mannerism and or attitude that you go, oh, I'm so stupid. Of course, because they're a whatever. Mm -hmm. So the non-spoilerist one that I can, there's two that I can think of that are both not spoilers that are just like, they pop is at some point somebody's pal Ends up being a scumbag and is like, oh, hey, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll to- yeah you, you know what we talked about? Yeah, I'll totally do it. And it's a fucking weasel. <laughs> because of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Because of course it's a fucking weasel. So it's not weasel. just a romance story then? No, there's a lot going on. Interesting, okay. The, the, your primary plot is romance. Yeah. And your, your, your B-side is society is weird in this, in this setting. Uh, and then another one in which... Uh, something that at first appears to be somebody uh, like romantically coming on to somebody like by pushing them down and being like over them and being like, hey, look at these titties. You're actually like, oh, no, this isn't romantic. This is a dog showing dominance over a different animal. Because that's how dogs show dominance. Yeah, okay. So here's the thing, right? So you can yeah. sort of create humanoid mannerisms because they're anthropomorphized. Yeah. But then you pick and choose the animal traits yeah. that can reveal themselves and therefore create like uh, a first impression. And then actually... And then you have characters that are... This the, is the animal their entire personality is the opposite of the animal you would associate them with yes and then that gets played off by yes. other characters okay who are like that's weird you don't act like a deer you're actually kind of a badass lewis what's up with that right etc etc you gotta overcompensate for what you are yes 100 percent. exactly yeah uh it's really cool it's really 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 cool and it it was very it was really, really, really weird to see a romance story between the shy guy and the girl who fucks around constantly. That is not how I thought that was going to go. Mm. Well, she's a rabbit, right? Yeah, but not all rabbits are like that. But this rabbit is. Yeah, but rabbits, though. Yeah. So. They fuck like rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. It's That show is great. Do they touch on the logistics? There is, there's a lot, uh, they show the logistics. Wow. To a degree. This is on Netflix. Yeah, not yet. It's being held back until March 13th. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so you're in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, well, they obviously. There's, there's a line of dialogue that's like, wow, I never did it with a carnivore before. Hope this shit goes off. What's the, what's the ruling on 
like wolf uh wolf rabbit shit well no because national geographic yeah. and discovery channel it's like yeah that's just nature right yeah. But then porn's porn. Yeah. So there's a there's a there's a really really funny throwaway single line of dialogue that like codifies like ma- a massive part of what's going on, in which an adult says, "Maybe you just got a really fucked up fetish, bro," and hands him a magazine. And okay. then you're like, oh, okay, fine. So if we're this watching... totally goes on, but it's like, oh my god, that's so super gross, bro. If we're watching nature footage, right, like Planet Earth, yeah, of like a horny wolf, that's right, that's just running around full heat, yeah, right, got the knot ready to trot, and hey, wow, you had that ready to go. I didn't. I invented that ten seconds ago. Well, it rhymed. Thank you. Bars. Yes, I'm now a rapper. So, uh, if you take that nature footage and put a suit on the wolf, yes, do we now you have, get episode one of B Stars? Do we now have to mosaic the lipstick? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Do we have to blur it out? Maybe. Is it no longer nature footage? I don't know, man. What is the? What's the? What are we doing here? Okay, if I rotoscope I don't, I do. the wolf. I, I don't know what to tell you. Is that now dirty? I, d- I don't know what to tell you. I put a suit on the wolf and I rotoscoped it, but it's still just nature footage. Here's the deal, though, right? What are we doing? So here's the deal for you. This this show is, first of all, uh, Beastars. I don't know how popular the manga is. It must be really popular. Yeah, I've heard of it as a, as a manga before this anime. this anime got fucking cash to make it it is fucking gorgeous it's a 3d model slash rotoscope yeah slash mixed media yeah the intro had uh claymation yeah uh it will occasionally go with like uh it's it reminds me almost of like the bits of mob psycho where it'll just it'll just hey this one's painted this scene's painted for some reason yeah uh, again before the adaptation uh i've i feel like i've been hearing about this book it's um it's fucking gorgeous mm-hmm. and as a result um the uh I spoke with uh, actually Paige spoke with Eli cuz Eli read it all. Mr. Plague of Gripes is up to date with the latest chapter of Beastars shocking no one. Uh but he I think he described it as the artist is not a very good drawer. And so the anime is just beautiful by comparison attack on titan i think had that same yeah problem. attack on titan definitely has that um but this this is going for the absolute limit you could possibly go for of that's clearly a deer man it also happens to be a fucking hot deer man but like you know the dangerously cheesy uh uh chart of furriness yes it's almost the way to whole animal. That's that's what I was going to point out, which is probably uh, the most interesting aspect of this, is in looking uh, at the art from it, I noticed that that's not a human being with deer antlers. No. That's a deer, man. And it's not a girl with bunny ears sticking out. No. It's an actual animal-headed thing. Yes. Which I got to applaud that. Commit to it if and you're going like, for it. Mostly, 
mostly animal features. Yeah. Uh, I think the only time that I got brought out of it at any point yeah. was there's a sequence in which Lewis the deer picks up something and you see that he has totally normal looking human hands yeah. that are like a gold. And I'm like, that's really weird. Meanwhile, when you look at Lugosi, he has giant, he's a, he's a werewolf. He is a, he's a fucking werewolf. I mean, there's that 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 the shot of the fucking deer that pulls the the hooves off and has the full hands yeah. underneath it. But I, I actually like no, I super duper respect that because it's like no, we're not going for the like. I just want to make a cute human that you're gonna like, but also get away with giving them. No, Haru's a fucking traits. rabbit, dude. Yeah, you fucking went for that it. That bitch is a rabbit, totally. And 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 I'm like, yep, yeah, commit, commit. Don't don't just make it a hot person because you want to maximize that. Appeal. And it's just constantly, constantly, constantly going back to like this. This it's this fun thing where you ever look at a, you ever watch something or read something and the setting is confusing. Like there are part there are massive holes Tons. in your understanding of the ser- of the setting. Tons of stories and start that way. Every time you get a single detail, you're like, oh, cool. So. There's a there's a little tiny scene where Lugosi's reading a book. He's just chilling, right? But he happens to be in the wolf room hanging out with the other wolves, which is painted like the night sky with a disco ball that's been made into a moon. Mm. To make them feel more comfortable, I mm, guess. Mm, mm. And when he walks to that room, he walks by the cat room and the deer room and the and just and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. And you you're can like, inf- I want to, what, what is it, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you can infer lots of fun ideas when you have to mix modern contrivances and, uh, yeah. and, and conveniences with um, the animal kingdom. And so that's why they get, uh, you get a little side story about a, a chicken being very proud of her eggs. Why? Well, carnivores gotta get protein. Yeah. And if they don't get protein yeah. from egg sandwiches, yeah. they're gonna get their fucking protein. Yes. Yeah. And it's this nice little thing of like, oh, what a cute little story that causes their society to not collapse into like race riots and devouring. Uh, that thing's great. I'm probably going to read it because I am, I need to know what happens after the end of that first season. So that shit is great. Zootopia plus Twilight equals success. Uh, no, Zootopia plus Twilight plus the dramatic action scenes of GTO. Whoa. Equals success. Specifically that type of scene. It, it's like, you know, remember when GTO popped off, it suddenly became a completely different show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There is, there's a couple sequences in which you're like... This is a uh, the, uh, you expect uh, a Wolfman cure you to be in the background right. uh, during the sub story. Pervenant teenagers, but it's a man you can trust. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. It's it's fantastic. I would recommend it to everybody. Japan is about to get swept with furry. It's very inevitable now. It can't be stopped. Uh, to our furry friends out there. You will soon have an entire new country's worth of artists to rely upon for your creepy sex shit. And by furry friends... Doing a thumbs up for the audio people. By furry friends, you mean furry overlords. 
I, for one, embrace. Listen, if, if they keep, if <laughs> they, you if, furry if, overlords? If they, keep, if they keep putting out content like this, that's okay. I can direct you towards the finest yiffing pits to pit, man. I mean, the pit. All right, look, old memes are old, but that's cool. You should get on that immediately. Like as soon as you, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, there was a. I want to say it was about like about the start of this new year, basically. Why all the noise about B stars that being suddenly made now. a push started happening on all social media fronts, uh, talking about B stars, and I was like, "What is this terrible name? Please, dear God, tell me what this has to is this have to do with the monsters? Does this have to do with the gang stars?" What does this have to do with? And then it turns out, no, it's its own other thing. It just happens to follow this naming convention, with which, like, kills me inside. And now, I'm going to take a moment, for those of you who are listening to this podcast, <clears throat> may not be convinced, because, well, romances are for girls. Shut up! That's stupid. You know what's, you know what's the most, ende- uh, not endearing, uh, uh, fucking, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? exciting or like investing or whatever charming or thing that a story can do to you when you you empathize with a character and you can empathize with their their teenage self or whatever and you go oh i see my a little bit of myself in there and then something in your romantic subplot happens that makes you go oh no oh no oh no like over and like yeah, to be honest, I feel like you're yelling at no one. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm old fashioned. Yeah, that that thought was gone. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, but like, when dude, are we, we gonna were, get B stars for boys? But like, we were, <laughs> like, there were. I was a part of excited discussions of of uh, Karashi Kanojo back in 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 college and or uh, what that is uh, whatever it was. It was an Anno directed series after Ava that was just a straight up. Like lovey dovey high school tale. Oh, that's very different. And then there was the uh, the hijinks of school rumble. Yeah, which I also was a part of conversations of, and you know, you're just like, okay, romance story. What are my we favorite doing? episode of GTO is when Asuka and Shinji make it work in the caves on the island. Oh, you don't remember that? Were their names actually they Asuka weren't. and Shinji? But they what are weren't you talking about? actually Asuka and Shinji, but they were like identical designs. Because my characters. brain was like, "Hold on, were there characters with those names?" They weren't named that, but the it was fuck? the it was the the bitchy domineering redhead and the okay. total puke. Yeah, shithead. fine, 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 sure. And well, they got lost in that water cave. And they had to make it through. And what was, was like, it? Was it Murai? What was his name? I forget. His I don't name. fucking know anyone's name in fucking GTO. Okay. Well, anyway, I still look back and think about the live action version, where where GTO was going to run over that family with a truck in like the second episode. Yeah. And then he swerved and almost died. Yeah, but then he marries Fuyutsuki. Does he marry her in that in the live action? I want to say they couple up. They do couple up. Whereas it doesn't necessarily happen in the anime. No, in the anime, he moves to America. Yeah. Which would have been an awesome show that we never got. Onizuka, 22 years old. Nice to meet you. To people asking what 
GTO is. Great teacher Onizuka. It is a story about a piece of shit former gang member that somehow becomes a high school teacher. Yeah. And despite his lack of educational knowledge, will use his gumption and pureness of heart to help those kids get through their lives. God damn it. You ever read uh, Shonan Junai Gumi? I have not. Okay. It's about the biker years. Oh, yeah. Where him and his biker buddy. Oh, just bikering it up. They're just bikering it up. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kunio shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Yes, everybody go watch and then read Beastars. It's good. It will make you feel things. Or doing like fucking 20 year old plugs for GTO. Also watch GTO. (laughs) Check out that. At the very least, at the very least, watch that intro with porno graffiti, Drivers High. And appreciate that animation. GTO is crazy because it's an ana- it was a manga that, that was great that got turned into an anime that was great that got turned into a live action show that was great. That got turned into a Korean live action show again. Get out. Yep. Seriously? Korean GTO happened. Was it good? Apparently it was really good. Uh, the formula works. Yep. Just, just try to ignore the part where... He's the show starts and he's under the stairs looking up at the skirts of high school girls going to class. Just try not to think too hard about that. And try not to think too hard about the part where he goes to that like in the pilot episode, he helps the girl and then he gets the panties. Yeah. Try not to think too hard about it. Well, it was always fun going through the different versions where each version, as it becomes more real or animated, goes softer than <laughs> yes, the last one. Yes, yes, So, like, I watched the live action first. Oh, yeah. And then there was the, the bitchy genius girl that yeah. only shows up in the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's all right. And then I watched the uh, the anime, and she's, first of all, she dyes her hair blonde. But the first thing she does is light another student's hair on fire. Right. By throwing a lighter at her. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you got toned the fuck down. Yeah. It's just that the, you know, because it's toned down, though, you get like the toned down intro. You get poison. Yeah. Replacing fucking drivers high. Mm-hmm. You get no suplexes. No suplex. But a on... really cool kick, though. Yeah. I do like the kick. But And then you eventually get a suplex eventually. way down the line, not even in the show, in the fucking movie. Yeah. The live action movie that comes afterwards, you finally get one. I really like the, the, the big stu- the motorcycle stunt they did for the live action movie. I thought it was cool. You know, so when you calm the story down, you have to make concessions. It yeah. is what it is. It is what it is. Um, and yeah, it's an iconic ass fucking suplex. He does the bridge and then... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, the old lady principal or vice principal, whatever, the one who makes the shots comes down and actually like takes a seat. It's like ah, yeah, sturdy. <laughs> I gotta I gotta fucking this anyway. This, the, the, talking about uh, B stars and then talking about GTO and the combination of suplexing and animals makes me think. I, should I watch Nichijou? I don't know. The principal suplexes a deer. Oh yeah. Or you can play um, Beasterizer. I could play Beasterizer. Well, that's a unanimous yes by our chat. Maybe I should take a look at Nichijo. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for me. If you want to check out bullshit that I'm up to, just go down to twitch.tv slash patstaresat. That's on weekdays at like about 8 p.m. Occasionally on the weekend in the afternoon. Gonna be doing some 14 stuff and starting RE6 this week. Holy shit. Oh, one last thing. A five-sentence review of Resident Evil Revelations. 
Uh, the gel sequences are cool. Everything else is complete garbage. And the story is unmitigated, disastrous trash, even by Resident Evil standards. Which is goofy, considering it's a fucking game called Revelations. And the Revelations are all so bafflingly fucking stupid that I just couldn't do anything but hold my head in my hands. Heard you tried to dodge six. Yeah, well. Democracy doesn't work. So, guess I'm fucked. You set on your path. Now you're committed to it. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> By now. Is that not a sentence that describes all of it? Yeah, it is. The it whole is. journey. Yeah. There you go. Uh, okay, well, um, over on my side, I had I had a pretty fun week. Um, took a look at a couple different things. Uh, first off and foremost, have you ever heard... Of the Kingdom of Dokapon. Have you I ever heard this this name? Have you ever experienced or witnessed anything that has come from the Kingdom of Dokapon? No. I have not. Dokapon Kingdom is a PS2 game. Yes. It got ported to the Wii. Did it? It is a Mario Party style board game. Oh fuck. But the difference, and this is key. Is that there is no mini games to fight All right. amongst each other with. Instead, you are RPG characters and you can fight monsters uh, or each other Sorry. using RPG <clears throat> rock, paper, scissors style commands. All right. When the game starts, you build, you choose a character, you choose a class, you choose um, your, your, and then you, you start out. And then you kind of roll the dice. It's not actual dice. It's a little spinner. Okay. And you walk along this board. And then you can go to blank spaces to fight random grunts. You can go to towns and save them from monsters. You can go to shops and buy weapons. This sounds actually pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Right? This game will put the Satsui no Hado in you. Oh, yes. <laughs> The murderous intent. Because they're not cool, laid-back little mini-games. You have to understand the level of shit-fuckery that this game facilitates, right? And there's a story mode which goes on for apparently like a hundred hours or something crazy. That you're supposed to play with your friends, mind you. Um, Unbelievable, right? Yeah. But, and, and I hear tell... That there's shit in that that I didn't even see. Uh, for example, if someone is losing long enough and hard enough in last place, apparently they can go and become the king of demons. Oh my god. Whose entire job it is is to just fuck over the rest That's of the players. Just great. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So this is a game where when you beat somebody, if you land on their space and you fight it out, uh, you again, RPG battle, do the RPS. Upon defeating someone, you can choose to rob them of all their money. Good, yes. Rob them of their items or equipment. Ooh, very good. Including like shit that you can just equip immediately. Yeah. Or you can humiliate them yes 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 by playing a prank such as changing their name or oh. haircut mm. and uh all 
of it leads back to a respawn at the origin point. But you can might you might have to come back with a bald head. You might have to come back with no weapon. Or you might have to come back with your name suddenly being, oh, I don't know, Bitch Pie. Bitch Pie, yes. <laughs> Bitch Pie. There's a great... Over here. There's a great... Uh, this uh, guy right here. There's a great Core gaming video about the effect of taunting on your opponent. It's about fighting games. But it describes how teabagging somebody in the corner can make them do stupid shit and teach them the wrong lessons. And how giving up positional advantage or numerical advantage can be totally worth it. For a mental guard break. Mental guard break. Which is what you are describing. Because if you have to play an entire rest re- remaining game as bitch pie. Yep. You might make stupid fucking decisions. Because you're a bitch pie. Yep. Yep. So I I thought that, was, that shit was hilarious. I loved it. And, uh, I, and there's other little bits and pieces, right? Where sometimes when you land on a random space, there's a chance that you might run into an NPC. Who will ask you for different things, right? Mm-hmm. They might ask you, hey, um, I'm an old beggar. Can you give me some gold? And like, who knows what will happen, right? Anything could happen. Um, or you might be a lady that's like, hey there, I've got a special little delivery that I need you to make for me. Can you take this item? And uh, it's very valuable, but I want you to safeguard it and take it to this town on the board. And they'll give you some sort of reward or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what uh, what the, the truth is about this, this type of thing. But this happens at some point. And it's an item that we notice that, like, while uh, you can go deliver it, it definitely is worth a lot of gold, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But there's probably a karma yeah, there's system prob- in You probably place, get something by doing it. Right. right? There's probably a karma system in place for fucking it over or for going through with it if you can. Yeah. Especially if you have to get out of your way to deliver those things, right? It's like on Greed Island where they, they did that shitty side quest and got that fancy card. Totally like Greed Island, right? So when <laughs> – so when uh, – so That's a fake video game. Sure. Uh-huh. It's from Hunter x Hunter though. Oh, I thought that was an uh, I thought that was a one piece thing. No. I thought Greed Island, Island was Hunter Hunter. I thought I thought it was a one piece Greed thing. Greed Island is fucking crazy because okay. it's when Hunter Hunter, when the author decides I want to do a Yu-Gi-Oh thing for a couple hundred chapters Sick. and just changes the setting into Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I mean kind of like how Yu-Gi-Oh changed the setting into Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Used to be the puzzle master. Yeah. He used to just be do the puzzle. Fucking... I'll, I'll bet you can't shoot me until I burn you. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, <laughs> right? And then if you if you wage you're wrong i guess you die what not nah, cards though ah cards cards that's safer um when you are a thief for example you know like magic magicians are good at magic atta- uh, warriors are good at warriors but a thief can run past your square and take your shit yes literally just happens automatically so let's say for example that um i don't know let's say for example uh uh you're sitting at the – let's say Min is sitting at the weapon shop. Uh-huh. And he's buying his weapons on his turn and he's just gotten this uh, this duck, this whatever <sighs> that's Fuck. worth a ton of money. I can already feel this. And then let's say Reggie's like, hey, I need to go buy some weapons too. So then on his turn, he walks over to the weapon shop. But the moment he lands on Min Square, his thief – takes that fucking quest item 
automatically because that's how a thief does. And then he goes, okay. And then goes and then opens up the weapon shop. And then in the weapon shop, it's like, yo, bro, you want to sell that fucking sick ass Hell yeah, I duck do. for 4,000 gold? Give me that shit. <laughs> yeah this is the knives come out you understand yeah it is brutal that's it's brutal and like it has all of this like built in it's built in the friendship ruining mechanics the only thing more fun than having fun is making somebody else not have fun absolutely so king of devils right (sighs) now I, i i again have not had the fortune of encountering that because I think that's, again, a full, crazy 100-hour commitment thing. But uh, we took a look at this, got a got a, a game mode played in it where um, you just kind of set the number of turns and you go through it mm-hmm. and had a fucking blast. Uh, went for a second round where there's a different challenge. So you can just do like, let's say Mario Party, you pick a couple of – you pick how many weeks you want to yeah. – you know? You can do that or you can do a challenge such as uh, – liberate the specific town yeah or kill each other x amount of times which sounded fun on paper unfortunately in execution fails because if everyone walks to the opposite ends of the map ain't nothing happening the game's not ending yeah so unfortunately the australian risk problem yes happened and that was that was a momentum killer but on basic premise of like Try to be the richest and strongest by the end of the deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck yeah, this game rules. Dokapon Kingdom is the shit. Just prepare. Is this... the newest version of it just on the Wii? Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I think I saw that there was ports to um, ports to handheld, possibly. There might have been like a DS port or something. Yeah, but you like want that. everybody sitting around. Yeah. You know, so anyway, and then of course, as you can imagine, when the game is over, they go through all the uh, celebrations and oh yeah, you know the you know the proper here's your star award. So and so fucked over everyone this many times. You and and in, well, in this case, you there's there might be something such as the equal to poop award for being dead garbage shit last place. You Sick. Should, you should feel ashamed. Good. <laughs> Not my words. Why you peep? Why you poopy? Yeah. So Why? good times. Dokkaban Kingdom played it. Uh, played it on Salt Party. Obviously, that sounds perfect for that fucking title. And uh, that should be that should be coming up sometime soon. Um, <laughs> you ever think that because there are, there are a couple games like this that the the developers at some point. Must have been like, I want people to get divorced. Yes. I want siblings yes. to, bl- I want a sibling to lose an eye. I, I want friends to never talk to each other again. Fuck you, grandma. Yeah. I heard that this was part of the marketing campaign. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was hearing that they actually pitched it as like a thing where it's like friendships might be ruined officially. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Because Overcooked, I played that with some friends. Yeah. And I don't know, how do I put this? There's the moment where you're getting frustrated with your co-op partners. That's what I was going to ask. And What's then, worse? And then there's the, uh, because Overcooked is like speed, speed, accuracy. What? And then there's the moment mm-hmm. where somebody makes a mistake. And because you're an adult and have control 
the bile hits like the 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 bottom of your throat and you're like i have one more in me before it's toxic time <laughs> so and what you you go now it's time to stop what gets you worse an extraordinarily lucky comeback or an incompetent co-op partner incompetent no question okay uh but it's it has to be a specific kind of incompetence and it is what i would call willful incompetence um best exemplified by the phrase you don't pay my sub right so uh somebody's doing something wrong and it looks like they just don't know and you go oh hey if you do this like this is a cool trick to so and they saying, go fuck you old man i'm gonna do what i want so just to get this straight you're saying that uh you don't enjoy playing video games with an incompetent partner is that is that what i'm no with a willfully incompetent partner okay <laughs> okay the the co-op problem that i have the most problem re5 with is, was a good time right yeah it was it okay. was fantastic okay <laughs> page did incredibly well okay I kinda. there was there was one there was one bit <laughs> that got bad because there were a, a shit zillion it's the final room before the Wesker fight which was like there's a shit zillion enemies but uh, the the number one thing that drives me crazy in any co-op setting is inventory management if it is there mm-hmm. because I'm so uh, inventory management is like an afterthought to me because I've done it so many times so many games but nobody else does inventory management fast enough and I'm always like come on to put that that you know but like there there is there is like annoyance over somebody like dropping a shot in like re5 is one thing because you're like oh crap but you could have made that mistake but people being like willfully obstinate hey man you don't in, pay her sub i don't <laughs> but people being willfully ob, uh, sure, obstinate sure. in like a, a team game sure uh like dude we already have two widows. Yes. As, Can or you fucking not. Your brief excursion into top is fed, mid or feed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was. That one's somehow different. <laughs> I don't get it. I I got fucking toxic in Overwatch, but I didn't use a mic, so I got toxic for me. Yeah, have you ever got. You ever play something just so you can get toxic? No. For you? No. I have. It's great. No. Where you play and you're like you're getting toxic, but no one's around, and you're not typing, you're just, you're just toxic for you. Um, but I got super toxic playing Overwatch. I got super toxic I mean, I played- playing Day Defeat. I got super toxic playing fighting games. But I played League. Like Super Meat Boy fucks you over in situations where you're like, God fucking damn it. But I, I don't know the right? swerve into the, the 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 venom. But then you play League. Yeah. And no matter how toxic you get, the other guy is somehow more toxic, and that just nullifies yours and just gives you joy. Yes. Yes. Because they get all pissy and toxic, and they actually type it out, and you can just respond with, no, LOL, or your mom, haha. Well, and this- you're just like... Well, this is Excellent. why this is why Scrub Quotes is so great, because the existence of a place to compile this allows there to be like not only an archive of this for all time but just the idea permeates and you you're able to simply reply with something such as 
LOL at scrub quotes. Scrub quotes is and that person can either go find out what that means very quickly with a Google search. Yeah. Or not. Or not. But if they do, they'll find out, uh oh, right? It's kinda like how um if you know, like um fine, fuck you, you ugly bitch. No one wanted to go out with you anyway. Yeah. And then it's just like reply slash nice guys. And uh, then it's, it's like yeah, what? It's reply guys. Yeah. What is that, right? And then they click, and then they go, and they go, oh. Oh, no. Here's everybody. Here's here's me. Am I, am I this? And then here's a lot of people pointing and laughing at this behavior. There's there's a... Not that you're going to learn from it, but you're going to feel something. There's a specific brand of scrub quote, which I want to say occupies about 30 to 40% of all of scrub quotes is uh, screen grabs. And it is, fuck you, bitch. You trash. Learn how to play the game. Spay, uh, line break dash guy who lost yes <laughs> yes and that i have seen that for fighters i have seen that for uh mobas i've seen that for overwatch i've seen that for uh rainbow six and just it's a universal just like you learn how to play the game there is an idyllic way to play that exists in my head and you're not following those rules correctly so fuck you you know we've come a long way from uh throws are banned at this establishment which was like an enshrined scrub law mm-hmm, mm-hmm. back in street fighter 2 yeah that was that that existed in the ether yeah in the same way that <laughs> you know duels back in the day I, it came across my desk at some point that originally duels, or not originally, but at at some point, a duel with somebody became the point at which two people don't have to back down from their point, so they can agree to fight to the death, quote unquote, over it, Uh and then in the duel, they will then shoot over each other's heads to prove the point that I was willing to die for this point. And then if not, if none of us died, then at least we fought for the point and no one lost honor. And then we could shake hands and part ways. This is what I heard. Right? I don't... I don't uh, and apparently, like, it doesn't always go that way, such as, for example, Alexander Hamilton, who I think was rumored to have, like, slept with someone's wife or something like that. All sorts of shit. Something happened, and then there was a thing where they were like, okay, we're going to duel, but then the guy was like, nah, fuck that, and actually took the shot. But at the, there was an, but instead of, like, doing the thing where you pointed over and shot over someone's head... It's like, I'm going to kill you. And then it was like, bro, scrub quotes. <laughs> you didn't fucking play. You didn't play properly. Is what happens as you die and over the course said, of... play to win, man. Yeah. Play to win. Well, you know, over the course of the next 24 to 48 hours as you bleed out, because back then, you know, it wasn't Medi- great. Medical attention was not... It was not great. Enough. So, yeah, I guess Hamilton was Hamilton's last words, just at scrub quotes, LOL, you know? It's possible. Or no, 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 the guy who did it, actually. Yeah. The guy who did it. So Hamilton was like, what the fuck? I shot over your head, asshole. Where's your dignity? Yeah. And then he goes at scrub quotes, LOL. Yeah, play the And win. then that was, yeah, there you go. It's, uh, people, people mad because they don't know how to play the video game. Should have shot above. Have you seen 
I don't know if uh, it's probably <laughs> pick a top tier, says Aaron Burr. <laughs> it's it's probably not in the news because it's a minor foible. Yeah, but it fits right in with this conversation. Have you seen that there's been a change to the way that Fortnite matchmakes? No. Fortnite has gone from a purely connection-based matchmaking system to skill-based matchmaking. And along with that change has come a torrent of thousands of very, very angry people saying, you have ruined Fortnite. I just spent two hours trying to get video footage of cool trick shots, but I'm having to play these fucking sweaty games like it's MLG. What the fuck? You're ruining Fortnite. Fortnite's ruined. Now every game, you're getting paired up with people with the same skill. You gotta try... It's gotta be a try-hard match every time. And it used to be... It used to be completely random. Okay. So if you were decent, you had a good chance of, like, sweeping. Okay. But now you're being you're being put with people who are around your skill level, and this is ruining the game. For ranked, I don't think there is. Is there is there a ranked? No. Well, then is that skill? Is there? There's an elo being tracked. Certainly. Yeah, there's an elo being tracked. So the game's ruined because now I have to play sweaty. I didn't have to used to play sweaty because isn't the whole point? I'm confused because isn't the whole point of tracking an elo that there's then a ranked system? Yes. Yes, there is. And then is. if you didn't want to adhere to that, you could just go random well, they just changed. I believe they've just changed it over universally. I don't think there is a ranked. I think oh, there is okay. the mode. Okay. So now it's gone from, you know, hey, I'm good enough to just chill and po- probably get a bunch of kills because I'm being paired with five-year-olds mm-hmm. to I can't believe this sweaty try-hard garbage. It isn't fun anymore. But that feels like the easy fix for that is the thing that already exists, which is ranked or casual. Yeah. Or ranked or player match. Uh, Destiny does a, a skill-based matchmaking as well. But theirs is fucked. Uh, it, it ranks the entire team instead of just singular players. Okay. So it'll be like five losers and one pro. Yeah. But one pro can totally beat a whole team of six. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, I, I mean, personally, I, I, you know, I speak full of ignorance of, as usual, but I, I mean, why not offer for fun and for glory? Because Fortnite's about that one mode. Yeah. We'll make it a, make, add a single binary choice, but also you Willie, enter it. as somebody who has dipped their toe in this, if they did add for fun and for glory, people would still fucking bitch and moan about the for glory being skill-based matchmaking because no one wants to play the for fun version because that one's for babies. But it would also be... For fun would be where you learn how to do shit. No, no one wants to learn how to do shit. They just want to win. Until you give the option. I'm telling you, you you put... If you were put that in Fortnite, and, like, if you were, say, a streamer, and you clicked on for fun... It would be like, oh, you just baby mode. Who cares? Maybe, like, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I just it's the the, fir- the first thought that comes to mind is uh, there's games where you have the choice, yeah, to choose the stakes, so to speak. And I don't, I don't see why biggest game in the fucking world couldn't allow that to happen. You know, it seems like it would be a good thing if it existed. Perhaps. perhaps. Regardless of that, the, perhaps you're right. Yeah. And maybe if they had that 
Is this going to be another? This is the, this is going to be another week where I, I make fun of somebody and it's going to go over your head because you don't follow this dumbass. But that this would be a great thing to add so that when you're done losing, you don't have to get mad twice or else you lose a second time. Did you see this shit? Now, why you have to be mad is only game. Why you have to be mad is only game. Oh my god. Hey, Wooly, you play a lot of competitive games. Right? It is... It is insulting. (laughs) It is disgraceful. You just wouldn't understand. You just wouldn't understand. You're not out here in these trenches. Oh yeah? At these tournaments. Oh yeah. Fighting for your competitive life. For my life! You would not understand... As a plebeian. As a pleb, as a non as a non-man. That when you say it's just a game. It's just a game, man. You're dousing the fire inside. Okay? I'm trying to get top eight at Evo. Yeah. And you telling me it's just a game. Hey man, it is just a game though. It's just emblematic of a weak ass mentality. I would tell Michael Jordan and How Tom Brady dare that you? after they lose a game. Because it is just a game. How dare you? I dare. Okay? You think you think all the greats of their time made it to the top just hearing, don't worry about those results, it's just a game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Whoa. What? Huh? <laughs> Car crash noise. Yeah, there Car it is. crash noise. So obviously we are making fun of, so of one uh, one large Auga. streamer Fortnite <laughs> man ninja who appears to be becoming more out of touch by the day. Um I mean So I don't think he was in a tournament. The clip that's going around appears to be from his stream where he's just super mad fucking pissed about losing a game and it's like it's not it's not even a big game it's not even the big game and then i i i, I saw the tweet and then afterwards i saw that there was an associated video uh, video with it which the tweet on its own you read so that you hear it in a measured tone yeah and you and go then, and then you see the video and he's like sweating and he's like, his eyes are like darting around. The the the, vid- the the tweet on its own is <laughs> the video makes it a little worse. <laughs> it makes it a little worse because you were expecting to hear again your own tone of voice. Hey, listen, if you know you gotta you gotta really value those wins. You know you gotta get out there. And all I hear is like, if you don't throw a tantrum after you lose anything in your life. You've lost twice. You're a loser. Let's extrapolate that further. If you don't end on a win, you'll be a loser forever. Let's extrapolate that further. Winning is all that matters regardless of seriousness or context. And you know how you win? By working twice as hard and being twice as good and challenging Ah, yourself twice as much. Now, listen... Listen, <laughs> folks, this is a mentality that leads to cheating. Folks, if you lost that game, the big game, 
and you did not take your opponent's controller out of their hand and Smash. spike that controller. Did you even care? Did you even care about the match? Did you even deserve to be in that seat to begin with? One could argue that no, you know you didn't. Do you, you, hey, you've seen, you've seen. Uh, I'm sure everyone here has seen a, a, a esports match or a or a a fighting game match or you know whatever in which uh, after a hard fought long battle, there's a victor and a loser, and they get up and they shake hands and the 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 loser holds up their opponent's hand and point and does the little point to them you know the little midsection point goes hey oh, this guy the winner what a bitch <laughs> sportsmanship what a fucking dumb bitch <laughs> i can't believe this fucking beta congratulating the victor oh my god what a big baby poo poo You know, like, holy Jesus uh, Christ. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a picture of someone doing the point. Bitch. Stomped a stamped on their fucking face. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, 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 really and truly, right? When someone is putting their heart and soul into trying to win a moment of competition... Uh, the tilt can happen. You get emotional. The tilt can happen. I've gotten right? fucking super pissed over games that didn't matter for shit. It's superhuman. Yeah. To, 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 to yeah, let the tilt salty. happen. Absolutely. But to act like it's the moral option. It's not righteous. <laughs> like. It is not a move that signifies your righteousness in the situation. So. Because of how bad you wanted it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna it's a natural part of competing. Uh, you should probably not like. You should probably do your best to not like give it a bad look by physically acting out on that feeling when it happens. Yeah, as I mentioned before, we've seen many players uh, throw fucking child tantrums it's at all sorts of events. Never great. Never a good look. Always a bad look. Right. Um. The 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 inverted pop off, so to speak. But but but. The fact that you feel that way is normal and it happens. You're not in a holy high horse on a tower as a paladin for doing it's, so it, it's an by in, signifying that you care more It's an about inversion of reality, game. right? It's like the person who gets to be on their high horse is the person who takes their loss with dignity and grace and congratulates their opponent on a well-done match, right? Now, now to, to understand... Uh, piss poor takes you have to put your brain into the piss poor take machine and flip it around all right right. so allow me to do that for a moment let's do that okay i care passionately about this game very much i'm trying to be the best at it and um even with that measured approach i really just hate when people tell me that Hey, what you're doing doesn't matter. It's not the the thing that you're devoting yourself to isn't important because that's like that that. But I'm this is what I chose to it's do. It's important to me. So if you're telling me, hey man, the thing you're doing doesn't matter, then fuck you. Why would you care about the results? Like that's an insult, and I take offense at that. Absolutely. And that is a defensible point, right up until you publicly tell other people that the thing that they care about doesn't matter such as i don't 
I don't get why football players Uh-oh. just don't kick, kick the ball oh, 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 in, oh, oh. between the between the goalposts <laughs> every time. Oh, oh, why, oh, why, oh, oh. why do they even hire Wait. these kickers? Their only job is Wait. to kick the ball. Oh uh, no, you, you're, you're reaching into the other filing cabinet for that one. That's ooh. Well, why? But why don't they just do it right every time? Well, now we're. Well, now we're. Oh wait, are these completely incompatible sentiments, <laughs> belying total hypocrisy? Well, now we're describing uh, uh, the same point from the same human being, and that makes this stance not work. Oh, it makes no sense now, actually. Yeah. So. Uh, for full context, I do not know the full context. I did not watch Ninja's uh, whole stream. I've only seen the clip of him uh, throwing a tantrum. Why don't bowlers just get a perfect game every time? A real thing that you said, but it's fine that you said it. You sounded silly, but you weren't like, why don't bowl it? You know, they're, they're, the, the, the tone was wildly different. You were just like, oh, I, I, you thought they were skilled enough that they could just do it, right? Um, Turns out there's oil in the lanes. But... Um, you know, so I'll never forget uh, you know, bowling I oil. I didn't watch the whole thing, so I might be mistaken. But if I had to guess, <laughs> it really looks. Who are you? I am. It really looks yeah. like Ninja was playing on stream, and he did badly in a game, and started to get kind of salty, and some guy just said, "It's just a game, bro," and he just popped off off of just that. And was like, no, it's, and basically, no, it's not. And then instead of realizing that he's having like a emotional reaction, which everyone has all the time, no one's perfect. And I and you have had them live on camera and then got, okay, wait, I'm being a baby, right? He decided, no, I am right. Not just right factually but morally you know yeah there's a moment after you come back down yeah where you have to choose which way to take it and then you can go the more humbling route or you can go the double down yeah and then hey if you double down well now you're in it and now i'm not only gonna double down i'm gonna triple down because everybody who doesn't agree with me is just a loser they're not trying hard enough they don't want it bad enough Yeah, well, you know. Um, One guy was a hero in this thing. <laughs> you know, maybe, you, may, you know what? Like, I don't know. I hear that there's things that you can do to, like, you know, not necessarily get all that bubbled up rage exploding in the moment of loss. I hear there's tips. There are, some, there are some tips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, take a break. Mm-hmm. Take a five minute break. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe your blood sugar's low. You can go into the kitchen, make yourself say, oh, no, wait, that's not going to work. Um, you could always, before you go live, just say the N-word like 50 times. Into a mirror. <laughs> just to get it all out there. Just make sure, okay, listen. You gotta go to that mirror. You gotta get, go to that mirror, and you gotta look at that mirror. You gotta look in your face. You gotta look at your. You gotta move, look at the way your lips move. When you need you do to. It. You need them. You need. You need to get. Make sure that they're all full throated. Yeah. You gotta get them full throated, dead in the eye. Not right? just not just hard R, but a hard R roll. 
Yeah. <laughs> you got to see it. You got to growl it. Feel it. Yeah. Right? And then it's out. All right. Is it fully out? It's out. Are, is it fully out? Do you still have some some uh, some frustration? You've expended the full meter. All right. So you might still have some frustration. Maybe it's not racial. Okay. So um, why not um, clean off your couch of the floor, the, the foreclosure and bankruptcy notices? Turn uh, your sound on, but not your video, and just start jerking off. Do you just think, calm the nerves. Just calm the nerves. Calm the nerves. Just calm the nerves. Get yourself. Last time, there was no sound, but mm-hmm. some video. Yes. But maybe maybe you tried the other way. Maybe this time, you, uh, you n- no video, just sound. Do what you got to do to feel your way through. You know, just yeah. get, get in the right headspace. And you know what? Yeah. While you're, uh, while you're doing it, yeah. throw out a couple of N-bombs. Why not? Just combine the two. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> just do both at the same time you have the perfect stream after that you know if you're if you're midstream and you and, and you know none of this worked and you're and you're feeling antsy you know just just tell everyone that you're gonna take a break and then you can go to your 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 ceremonial bottle and take a piss into your bottle because that's natural that's how it works it's unnatural to piss in toilets all right uh, on the way back to your chair, relieve. Maybe yell at your girlfriend a little bit, like Re- a piece of shit. Yep. Yeah. Re- and, and 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 you know, make sure that she sees your collection of bottles lined up as a form of absur- asserting dominance. Yeah. These <laughs> bottles, they dominate. Assert dominance with the bottles stacked up. This is all very important. This will and, calm and, the nerves. And you know what? If none of that works, if none of that works, you can always. You know, if you really want that little thrill to get rid of that anxiety that you're feeling, that that frustration, you can magically rise from your wheelchair after forgetting to go to your splash screen and regain the use of your legs spontaneously. A miracle by all standards. And then, you know, I mean, you'll have to deal with the explanation when you sit back down, but... You know, it was worth it for that moment. Getting to read the chat in the bathroom. Full-throated hard R. Deep nut. Yeah. Wheelchair miracle. Into the piss bottle. Piss bottle dominance. There we go. That's the combo right there. The perfect stream. The perfect stream. What could be better than this? Not a single dropped frame. Not a single dropped drop. Done and done. (laughs) (laughs) We got all the fluids covered. Yeah, got it. Yeah, we got it. Contained. <laughs> it's the ultra co- hyper combo finish. KO. <laughs> it's beautiful. Stream celebrity has created a fucking new world of embarrassment. And therefore, a higher, <laughs> deeper laugh. Yeah. When you bring it all together. When you stop and consider for a moment the absurdity that is this. That is this all in all in all in, in, in all its glory. The longer someone is live, unedited, and uninterrupted, the 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 more likely it is that the mask falls away. I actually don't like the mask view of people. I don't like the idea that uh, that most of these people are actually secretly evil in there. There's just we just just look for it. Just you'll see Bro, the, you'll I, see the crack. I discovered the existence of of a term called a sleep stream. 
A sleep stream. I discovered that yesterday. Tell me about a sleep stream. It's a stream that's on while someone sleeps. That's super against the rules. And, uh, like, explicitly. Well, Twitch is like, do not fall asleep on stream. You can get banned for that. Well, it exists. And I saw someone posting their sleep stream. And I was like, huh. And it's like, not like, oh, I'm playing the game and then, oops, I I dozed off. Like, no, nappy nap, pillow and sheet. Yeah. As the camera's rolling and a bunch of fucking, like, text and whatever is all over it and overlays are there. And shit's wild. Shit's wild, bruh. I hope your mic can pick up your sleep farts. Nice. That's what people are tuning in for, right? They're tuning in for something. You gotta clip it and get in those brap threads. Brap. <laughs> okay, listen, dude. Coming to the Stadia soon, soon, soon. Brap. It's getting way too inside at this point. It's, Is it? It's, it's becoming nonsense. Yeah, well, like, listen, all I wanted to talk it's about. It's a weird job. Very, it's a weird very life we live. So. But, you know, you're talking about online. We're talking about ranked versus player matches, right? And, and how the difference between those two. Yeah. Is uh, something you can, you know, you can clarify and clear up some of these feelings yeah. for fun and full glory. Hey, you want you want to hear you want to hear a, a funny story about uh, mistakes that happen on stream? I thought it would be really funny, or you could just swerve off completely. Yeah, I know. All I right, know. I just need, I didn't have a way to get back to this. Get it out. I thought it'd be really funny uh, last week making fun of Ninja to uh, make a joke at his expense and saying that when we were done with the topic. That we were going to ban the N-word from my chat. Oh. So please, no one. No more ninjas. Um, Which I thought was pretty funny at the time. Sure. Until I realized that if you asterisk out all the middle letters. Yes. It's completely invisible as to what people are saying. Yes. And was like, well, I fucked up on this one. <laughs> also, you know that like people humorously replace words like and they use ninja as in ninja please and what up my ninja and so i thought on that so was forth. a naruto fan thing no i did not know that that was widespread no it is an actual replacement for nigger like actually sick <laughs> awesome <laughs> that's that's good to know now established established okay mm. yeah caught you up to speed just make sure you're can aware. We get, can we get a, a fucking handbook for this? I'll be your handbook. You were too slow on this one. All right. Well, here, you want another one? Yeah. Mondays. Mondays? Yes. Oh, everybody hates Mondays. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So if you ever hear... That's it, fucking hilarious. If you ever catch context on that one, make sure you know. That shit <laughs> cracks me up, man. Make sure you know. Make sure that you know. That is dedication... To fu- to secret racism, everybody. <laughs> I fucking love it. You need to be aware. You know, there's a there's a history of this. There's a whole lot of them. You know. <sighs> yeah. Language is fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. What do you call a philanthropist billionaire that just won a Nobel Prize but happens to be black? You have you handled this one. I got. I'm all. I'm, we already said it. I, d- I defer to. 
It's the it's the unexpected straight punch. Okay. <laughs> it's the it's, All right. it's just the N-word. Okay. Well, I wouldn't do that. You know, it yeah, so, you know. Um there you go. You need to understand what you're stepping into when uh, Wait a second. You can't be the fucking handbook guide. You're the guy who we talked about just a couple months ago that if I came in here and was like, "Hey man, I'm thinking about doing blackface." You'd be like, "Great idea." That's so good. Let me help you. I got charcoal. Yeah, I see. See, he's no help. He's no help. I mean, look. Don't worry about it, Pat. Right. Everybody says it. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I got this. All right? Listen. No, that one's out of date. No, Nobody cares. Here's how we do it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Nowadays, there's something called a cleansing mask. I've, yeah. Okay? You use it to get rid of bumps and pores and bad blackheads and things in the skin yeah you just put on a cleansing mask a cleansing mask right, right. and then you peel it off yeah. and then your face is better and it's washed and it's clean yeah but first you have to put on the mask yeah so why would anyone have a problem if you were just cleaning your face by putting on a nice cleansing mask that happened to be dark? i mean who cares what color it is it's just cleaning your face, bro. See, I know people who use those cleansing Yeah. Masks, and every time they wear them, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. They, but they're green. No, well, there's really, really dark ones. There's really, really dark ones. And then all you do is you peel it off. So what you're saying is I should do the next podcast and really clean up my pores. Clean. And do the whole podcast in a cleansing mask. Cleansing mask. Really cleanse the spirit, too. Starts dark, ends up clean. You know, once you get rid of the dark. Yep. And I'll, I got, hey, I got the lights. We got the cameras ready to go. Hey, camera. Hello. Whenever you need it, I'm here for you. We and can then, and then broadcast. And the then world. when I come in with my cleansing mask, you're going to be like, hey, Pat, your lips look a little chapped. I think you should probably do something about those chap lips. Now, I know you're considering... I'm not really a big fan of chapstick. I know you're considering chapstick, but let me tell you that chapstick is not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it? You're not getting the wonderful raspberry flavors that you could get. You think get. my lips could really pop if I went raspberry? You could get some raspberry flavors by getting some proper, like, flavored chap, you know? And it comes in... A, it, it just... It, it, it adds life. It adds life. You don't want dry, pale lips. You want rougey, live, vi to pop. Vi vivacious, yeah, okay. vivacious lips. Wait a second. Are you trying to trick me? No! Are you going to set up a pre-stream mirror before this so I can get it all out? I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you... <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that... Like, this is where YouTube is going. Oh, yeah. Makeup tutorials. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. Makeup tutorials are big money. You need to evolve with the times. <sighs> the antedebellum times. Okay. <laughs> you need to evolve. You need to keep the brand going. This man is not to be trusted. This man is not to be trusted. If he gives you advice... Of almost any appearance or language-based nature, you do not trust this man. You're, you're, you're this dude is you're ridiculous with it. I'm just giving you your tips, okay? So what, look, what happens, right? You usually you see people wearing the mask, and then what? They cut the cucumbers. Yeah, they got you got the cucumbers you put the on. cucumbers on the eyes. Who's gonna misconstrue 
the situation, right? But here's the problem, though. Cucumbers are kind of dated. They are a little dated. Right? They may not be the best. They're not the best. Apparently, I heard, I don't know how true it is, but apparently watermelons do a really good job replacing what the cucumbers used to do so that you get the cleansing mask, you get the raspberry lipstick, then you get yourself... Not cucumbers. One of the better fruits. Yeah. One of the better fruits. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a watermelon, but I, I don't, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't I don't have know. to be. We'll know. figure that bridge well, out when yeah, we get yeah, there, so. right? I'll do a run. But to the, the watermelon's too big. How are you going to get the slice over your eye? Ah, you know, we'll figure it out. Well, like, I'll, I'll, I'll do a run. I'll cut it up. I'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll try to make it work, you know? We might just have to position it. Whatever. You might just have to hold it. We'll see. I, it's not important, right? But then you put it all together, and that's the new YouTube. Right there. Right there. That's good. That's good. All right. Is this your way of working twice as hard? (laughs) (laughs) I will I will publish that video myself (laughs) proudly and loudly. I will let everyone know. You know? I mean what like at that point you should just cross media. Get it on Twitter. Right out there. Yeah, just yeah. Blow it up. Call right. the papers. Look, I got this new face routine. Cleans up the pores, gets out all the evil. Perfect, perfect for, for February. There's only a week left in the month. Because it's the weather. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> oh, are you are you breaking down? It's the weather. Yeah. Right now that's perfect outside. February is the perfect month yeah. to get yourself a nice cleanse. That's right. You know, you understand. I think you get it. Where was I? I don't know. I don't know where we even started now. I, I, I was somewhere, <laughs> and I'm going to find it. Give it a second. Like, that rolled off the rails into a new town. We were uh, talking about... Uh, what we're saying is that live content is fun. Live content, the blow-up, holding the L, Yeah. Fortnite... The rank match, rank versus player. I played uh, under night in birth ex late clear clear uniclear. What's up with the title screen? Uncler. Oh, it's not even about that. This is a problem that's existed since um, fucking Street Fighter Four. Right. Uh, minor thing, but it's just like yeah. If you want to catch yourself, uh, if you want to notice new OCDs that you never knew you had, buy a fighting game and then buy the update to it. And notice that uh, on the depending on the console, in a lot of cases, the update will apply. You'll get all the new content, but none of it will be displayed until you press start on the old title screen. Oh, that sucks! With the old intro, and you click on the old thumbnail on your on your uh, um, cross media bar. Yeah, not not a fan of that because it doesn't completely update. Uh, happened uh, with Street Fighter. Happened with Guilty Gear. Binding of with Isaac it. does that. Yeah. You buy Binding of Isaac Rebirth, and you buy Afterbirth and Afterbirth Plus, and all these expansions, which are new games. But on Steam, it's it Isaac it Rebirth. Sucks. It sucks. Yeah, that sucks ass. Uh, gets like uh, and 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 a minor thing every time, but something about this one where like if you just buy the full thing of Uniclear, then you'll get the new intro. There's a new intro and a new title screen, and like you'd get all of that. I mean, it's it's the most minor nonsense, but it's just a little irk where I'm like, motherfucker, I just bought the update. 
All right. And essentially what it did is it just updated the older version to have the new character and have the new moves and balance changes. And That's really of, goofy. You know. So what they did, though, was that they made it so that let's say you don't buy the new version. You want to keep playing the old one. You won't get the new character, but you'll still get all the updates to every previous character. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you don't get stuck in a world of old version game fuck off. You get to play the old version, not the new character, but the old, but the old characters get their new shit. All right. Yeah. That's, um, you know, but the trade-off, of course, is this kind of shit. I heard that uh, Uniclear's netcode is, uh, it's delay-based. Yep. But it is one of the best delay-based compared to Arxis. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's you know, it's still delay-based. Um, this is one of those things where, you know, what, what, what doesn't work, functional... Functional delay based is less bad than bad rollback. Well, luckily enough, we got a news story about that. We'll get there. We'll get there. I just wanted to mention that Uniclear has a really fun update. That uh, and that game's good too. It's a good game. Has a really fun update that came with this new version of it, which was simple. After you play a ranked match with somebody, you can do a rematch to do the set. So you can do a, like, first to three, mm-hmm. right? Which is a thing that's existed in a couple of different games for now. Yeah. Um, but once the set is done, you can click rematch unranked. Yeah. So you can choose to continue playing with that person without them feeling like, oh, you're trying to rob my points. It's it's great. It's like, hey, g- hey, w- were these good matches and both of you are down for more? Let's, go to, let's go to a room. Let's go play each other. And, are you, uh, and, and it's great because it encourages... Uh, learning and teaching, and it gets ego and pride out of the equation because someone that's like, I'd be down, but I don't want to lose my points, right? I feel like I, ooh, I just won those. I'll take that win. Great. Well, now let's like go and fucking have fun, you know, and maybe build a rapport here. I remember having moments in which I'd like, keep, you know that, the, that streak where you keep running into the same person over and over and over and ranked? Yes. And a guy beat my ass like nine times in a row. Yes. And then I win one. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Samurai Showdown. And then the next time they rank up, quit. Yeah. And exactly. I'm like, you fucking coward. Exactly. Bitch. Exactly. Yeah. You motherfucker. There's no rank, there's no limit on the re- on the Sam Show rematch, oh even though God. for points. It's kind of silly. But I I've talked about that earlier. So this is basically putting the run back as a feature in That's the great. game. That's great. That's it, great. That's I great. think everything should have that type of quality of life. Right, and it, it it universally encourages a positive thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can choose not to play at all if you just want to keep grinding, do what you want to do. But like, if you're in the spirit, there's a button right there to just have a fun educational session with somebody. Yeah, yeah. The run back. Um, play Uniclear. It's a good game. Uniclear is good. Um, and then yeah, just uh, two little bits. One, um. So uh, having completed uh, Spec Ops, having completed Doom, new LP started. Oh, you completed Doom? Yes. Finished Doom. That game's great. Fucking amazing. Super good. And uh, again, I just need to give the biggest, boldest shout-outs to Samuel Hayden and his Optimus Prime-esque vibe. Yeah. Because I fucking love everything about it goes the way places. he sounds. Uh, I, th- I believe the, the, the meme is, 
I only poo-poo farted for the sake of humanity. That's about right. That's about right, Sam. <laughs> uh, yay. Yay at that. Um, yay to wherever things are going to go. They're going to Earth. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. For sure, for sure, for sure. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so, started a new LP. Mm-hmm. We cracked open the tin on something that I've been pushing, you've been pushing, we've been pushing for a while now, uh, but never actually uh, sat and recorded, and that is Vanquish. Mm-hmm. So the Bayonetta Vanquish pack has uh, officially come out. It's graced us. I'm glad that this game has found a way to exist in this current generation, because it deserves more attention, more always, always, Vanquish always. Vanquish is a good game. Mm-hmm. Turn, who would have thought? Turns out another Shinji Mikami game deserves some attention. What? Right. And, uh, yeah, now you can, even though you have to get, like, Bayo 1 with it or whatever, it's still, you got the two-pack there. So, yeah, cracked it open, but um, Min never played it, so he's playing. Okay. So, I'm giving him some of the tips and tricks uh, that I've learned over the years. Shoot the cigarette. You can shoot the cigarette. Yep, that's a good one. Do it. Yep. Um, There's a couple others. And the game gets mechanically, nonsensically complex at times. But Vanquish still has my favorite pop-off of any game ever. Yeah. Where it goes. Where it goes. Because it's a pop-off that you're like, if I hadn't beaten most of the game up until this point, I literally would not be able to do this. It's the feeling. It's a feeling. Oh, It's a vibe. Oh, it's so good. It's a vibe. But, uh... So, yeah. But in the meantime, I'm kind of like giving a couple of tips and tricks and like there's a lot of advanced tech in that game that is like approaching smash levels of like what you got to do with your hands and yeah you know exploiting the system but like uh, you know when you if you decide to play the game on like god hard or something <laughs> then like you fucking need that stuff you sure do you know so it's 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 an interesting thing because i'm in the coach role right now um and you know he knows cover shooters obviously gears of war is one of his favorites. i don't know if uh I would call Vanquish a cover shooter. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. The mistake a lot of people made playing it is thinking that it was because it looks like one for all intents and purposes. And the problem is that the game doesn't give you enough of the an understanding that you don't have to play it as a cover shooter. You really don't. You can stick and move, but it's going to be hard and you're going to have to learn to stick and move. But boy, like, I mean, you still have to cover and shoot. Every now and then. Well, no, no, you no. Have you have a meter. You, yeah, you have to cover and shoot when you, you when you, you know, when when the time comes. And and you're, it's the majority of what you're doing. Let's not let's not make it seem as if the game is not about covering and shooting, but it's just that the amount of covering and shooting you're doing in most other cover shooters in this game, you can cut that time in like half. Yeah, uh, the cover shooter was best defined by the phrase "stop and pop," whereas uh, Vanquish would be "stop." And then like a tire screech, and then pop. Uh, and and you're and Vanquish is the game where you are the action is happening as you're moving to the next cover. Mm-hmm. It's not at the cover and then you move and then you next cover. You're shooting and the action is happening in the moment in the movement. You know. So anyway, there's a lot to learn. And uh, I kind of – I'm throwing a lot out there. And, and it was a little overwhelming at, at first. Uh, definitely I'm trying to just be like – I don't want a backseat to the point where it's like you have Paralysis. Too much, yeah, there's too much to do, you know. But um, I'm introducing them as we kind of come across it. And, you know, it, it, it really does make um, – the game is fucking hard Yeah, if you're approaching it like – 
cold for the first time. So some of these little tips I think are like really important to know. Like the grenade drop is something that you're going to want to fucking know. Yes. Right off the bat. Which, uh, for example, is when you're boosting on your knees on Vanquish, uh, the moment you stop boosting, Sam does a little like handstand flip back onto his feet. If you drop a grenade while he's doing that handstand, the grenade drops right on the ground in front of you. As opposed to football hail marrying it down the down the field yeah so those are useful situations to be in so a lot of little little things like that where you're like you're gonna want to have a little that that as you stick and move it's also a game where if you miss the qte reload the fucking checkpoint and do the qte again because it's worth it yeah um good times good times this is what happens when you give putin a robot a robot (laughs) when you give him a mecha suit, a body of, of of power armor. This is what we get. You know what a what a great antagonist that has zero personality at all. Well, the personality is all I can remember is the design of the suit. The the, the, the personality is like he can fly for the motherland, though. Like in my mind, his personality is is I like is he's a fucking piece of paper, but it's like oh his can fly. That's bullshit. And that's it. That's the whole... That's... Das Vidania. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, crack that open. And KOTOR continues. KOTOR is great. Love and KOTOR too. Um, people are starting to get a little little confused about um, some of the decisions. I'm a little confused. A little confused. I'm a little confused. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I, 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 I'm effectively, you know, I'm adhering to the way of the light. It's just that sometimes when you do a light side decision, uh huh, it's light side later. Might not be light side, right? It's just like, it's for the greater picture in the grand total. This small, small gesture might seem like something that is not light and god forbid it might seem dark i don't know would the music cue of dark points gained indicate that maybe it wasn't a good move maybe but in the grand scheme when we get to the end of the road it will be for the greater good and thus it is a true light side run if you need that twilek if you need that twilek Whore on stage, dancing <laughs> to make you money so that you can play Pizak to get more money to fuel your quest to save the galaxy, then that is light side deferred. That is... <laughs> that is for the greater good. There's a word for what you're doing right now. It's, uh... It's, uh... Intellectually dishonest, sophistic masturbation. I.e., you're jerking yourself off with your own bullshit. If anyone who's listening to the audio version of this, while Wooly was talking, I was doing that phantom jerk-off motion the whole time. Because that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing right now. So I'm being a Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Go fuck yourself with that bullshit. Good game. Good game. You know... Griffith did nothing wrong because in the end it'll all turn out into a perfect kingdom. Well, we don't know yet. He's got to fucking finish playing his his games and then <sighs> eventually get to the end of the story. We'll have yet to find out. 
want you to feel bad the fact that you I just said Griffith did nothing wrong as a joke and you said, Well, we don't know yet. <laughs> you should feel bad. Hey man. No. Not okay. Not okay to do. Hey. Alright. Sometimes you've got to optimize, and sometimes you're you're looking at a means to a means to a means. This utilitarian view of morality in a magic universe is complete garbage, and you know it. But good hustle. Light side deferred. Fuck that. That's so stupid. Light now. Light later. Later. It'll eventually be a light side decision. That's all. Eventual light side. (laughs) Well, anyway... Well, anyway, uh, good game. If people want to check that shit out, where would they do so, Wooly? You can come on over to have a good old time over at Wooly Versus. Uh, Wooly Wool's on Twitter. Wooly Versus on YouTube. Wooly Versus on Twitch. Um, and, um, yeah, I think you've gotten a proper uh, hors d'oeuvre of, of our offerings it's, so you can sample at your heart's content and taste. It's a little cheese plate. Just little cheese plate. Little cheese plate. There you go. And on what about you, sir? Oh, I did. I did the plug. I, I mean, I did the the past stairs that thing. Okay. Uh, I'm doing RE6 this week, but also tomorrow I'll be mm-hmm. doing. Uh, I'm going to challenge myself to see who shows up to what I'm going to intentionally create is probably the most boring Final Fantasy XIV stream I can manage. Mm-hmm. Going to do a weekly, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to level a crafter to 80 on stream, which means I'm going to be talking with the chat a good bit. Because <laughs> I'm just going to be sitting there and hitting buttons. Oh, I did that at the end of Saturday after Salt Party. Um what had an abrupt ending. Yeah. I kind of was like, you know what? Well, before we go, let me just fucking do something else. And I cracked open Legend of Bumbo. Yeah. Which, you know, I, the... the Bumbo went it up. I bumboed it up. Um, and then I did two really good runs. And the second one took a long time. Mm-hmm. Went till about 2 a.m. on it. And I got, you can... I basically went ASMR mode. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Click the buttons. How, uh... Yep. I'm playing a puzzle game. You're watching me play yeah. a puzzle game at two in the morning. It is yeah. what it is. I've been streaming for fucking seven hours. Pretty much, yeah. You know, but that's where it went. To those of you who are actually confused, I will be teaching people how to level their crafters if you're at all interested in doing that for 14. Because it's a process. And it's a process I can help you with. Hmm. Yep. I won't tell you how to make money, though, because go fuck yourself. And when's that? Uh, that'd be tomorrow at 8 p.m. at twitch.tv slash patstaresat. There you go. You know, RE6 is on Wednesday. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up about RE6. It'll be Wednesday. I'm not doing it tomorrow. Okay. Hey, you know what I just realized? What's that? Uh, that remember how there? Remember when it, there was some folks that were just like, "God, just change the podcast officially to Wednesday, assholes." That's right. And it's like we just hit like four or five Mondays in a row, and it remains indefinitely set to that date. That's so, crazy. That thought is the most temporary lash out in Don't the world. Don't worry. That thought will come around again. At some point. At some point. When it happens, but for otherwise, we're in the middle of the norm. And when we're in the middle of the norm, that thought doesn't occur. 
It only occurs when there's a couple of, of them that hit, but the grand scheme, the grand scheme continues to be money. You know how I feel about this? You know how I feel about that? I got a really in-depth, nuanced uh, uh, a series of thoughts on that, and it's why don't we officially change the podcast date for real to my nuts? Damn. That's saltier than me. I just really think it's funny, like almost childlike hilarious to tell people that the answer to a question is is my nuts or D's nuts if I'm feeling spicy. Boondocks? Nope. Oh. Don't know where I got it. Okay. Don't know where. There's a really good episode of the Boondocks. Yeah. That uh, let's just say that a large ridiculous hijinks quest yes the answer is revealed to be d's nuts yeah and it literally involves a dead man <laughs> okay like a corpse yeah <laughs> and, and it leads up to d's nuts though and it's just if i ever got it's great if i ever got a tattoo i would get the word d's tattooed on my left scrotum and my nuts tattooed on my right scrotum the most painful place you could do it yeah but when a message needs to be sent, it will be heard. Granted, I'll probably go to jail during the process, but a message will be heard. And the judge will be like, all right, that's pretty funny. You're free to go, sir. I'm still a fan of the um, that face when my friends tell me that the shocked Pikachu is a temporary meme. That won't be relevant soon. And then you post Shock Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> Such a good tattoo. <laughs> hey, before we uh, move on to news, uh, this has nothing to do with shit, but anybody who likes fighting games and Evo should check out Mighty Keef's newest Evo video about uh, the... He, he plays the characters that are the fighting games. You know you know this guy? Mighty Keef? Yes. He uh, does a lot of really good videos of like basically he he's walking he's acting with himself and he acts like every game and uh, every game has a different personality that is fitting of the community. The the, the 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 my personal highlight on this one is Tekken Man way in the back, right? Just doing the what's it the Millie Rock uh, uh, with the giant mullet. This like, is this is the in guy the kitchen Mango Nation. Yeah, that that's guy. The guy. Yeah, right. Uh, or Uniclear in the back just going. <laughs> His 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 newest one with uh, Uniclear and the new Marvel shit. The new Marvel and shit. Smash is just it's, it's incredible. It's me, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not great. this year, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those That's, are fun. And and you know what? They stick to the simple the simple meme format. Yeah. Of just like putting the logo over the face. Yeah. Of the thing. Done. It's it, you just get it. It's right away. Yeah. Okay. Understood. That is Street Fighter, isn't it? That is Uniclear, isn't it? Ha! <laughs> he gets it. Good one, Uniclear. Way back in the corner over there. Yeah, yeah. He's good. He's great. He's great. Um, you're right. So let's roll in. All right. Before we do that, if you'll excuse me, I need to use the washroom for a quick moment. Well, while you do that, I'll take a quick word from our sponsors. Preemptive thank you, sponsors. Perfect timing. Uh, this week podcast is sponsored by honey what is honey it's great it's great online shopping made easy why uh you know not complicating 
the, the process because if you want to find coupon codes, this is a pretty simple way to do it. It's a free online shopping tool that saves you money online by automatically finding you the best promo codes and applying them to your cart, which means online shopping feel as easy as it's supposed to be. So basically, if you're shopping at one of your favorite sites online and um, it works with like Target, Best Buy, Sephora, Macy's, eBay, Etsy, Walmart, etc. ton of examples. Uh, when you check out, there's a little uh, box that drops down and you click apply coupons and wait for a few seconds. It'll scan for every promo code uh, that it can you can find and watch the prices drop. So that's pretty much it. Uh, having taken a look at it, I definitely can say that like, yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward. You click the button, you get the coupon code, you buy the thing that you were going to buy anyway that... <coughs> <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. You buy the thing you wanted to get, except you save some money on it. It's pretty straightforward. I believe on their site, uh, it says that, um, yeah, they pretty much have an established relationship with a couple with uh, many different vendors that, um, and uh, I think, yeah, the way this, it kind of works is like there's a commission that they're making on some of those sales, but ultimately it is saving you money with <clears throat> the coupon that you can get with honey. So, um, I definitely, uh, think you guys should be aware of the fact that they've got over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings online. They support over 30,000 stores and they're adding more every day. So uh, that's why there's over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. So not using it is literally passing up free money. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's Don't fr- give away free money. It's free to use and installs in just two clicks. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash superbeast. That's joinhoney.com slash superbeast. Thanks, honey. Thank you, honey. It's like a money sale. You know what the funniest thing is? You know what rhymes with honey? Money. There you go. It's almost like bees knew what they were doing. This week, Castle Superbeast is also sponsored by... DoorDash. Hey, DoorDash. What up? So, uh, folks, you know what the deal is. You're on your path in life, wherever that may be. Wherever it may lead. You're trying to, you know, make it to the next evolution of whatever it is you are trying to accomplish. It might be a student in school looking to get to, you know, whatever graduate paper thing you get. Or a job where you want to get that old promote... You gotta, or you might just be doing nothing and you might be aspiring to do get the next nothing. Well, listen, you gotta work hard at that. You gotta work hard at doing nothing. And that's why you can't be bothered with going out and dealing with food nonsense. It's something you gotta do and it's something that wastes your time if you have to go out and do it. That's why DoorDash brings the food to you. Listen, if you have to go out and get food, you have to change out of your pajamas. <laughs> Already, that's a loss. That's a loss. How many losses do you need to take in the day? Putting your shoes on? Socks? This is... Come on. Right? No, a loss after loss. Exiting the door, hitting that sunlight, doing all kinds of... Getting 10 feet from your door, thinking, did I lock the door? Walking back. Do yes, you, you want to take, the door. like, 15 losses just to grab a bite? Or do you want to get that delicious bite brought straight to you so you can focus on what you need to you focus on. Hit a couple on. buttons, keep doing what you're doing. 
the food will arrive. Possibly nothing. Possibly something. So win back some me time. New year, new you. And you want to, you want me time. All the me time you can get by ordering with DoorDash. Uh, focus on you and what you got to do. Not this, not this nonsense out there. All the losses you take. Experiencing all that trash. Get it brought to you. DoorDash brings America's flavors to your door. They've already got over 310,000 restaurant partners in 4,000 cities. <coughs> Bless you. Uh, ooh. <coughs> Excuse me. That's a couple of choices of foods. Throat's acting up. That number's going up. Yeah, I noticed. That number's going up. I noticed. We've done the, the read in the past, and that number was not 310. It was Look, 300, I It think. was, and 4,000 from, uh, uh, yeah, it used to be another number of cities. We got even more. In, so there you go. And they got door-to-door delivery in all 50 states, Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, all your local go-tos, all your favorite national restaurants. You got all of them on the list. So you don't have to worry about your next meal. Um, invest in yourself. Invest in your future. Invest in your time. Invest in your time, your found time. Right now, listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code SUPERBEAST. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app uh, in the App Store and enter code SUPERBEAST. Don't forget, that's code SUPERBEAST for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thanks, DoorDash. Thank you. Okay, so on to news. Hey, it's the news. Guess what time it is? Hey! You know what's great? When developers improve their games. Do you think that's great? Hot off the jump? Yeah, fuck it. It's all I want to talk about this week. When developers improve their games, good it's things good. happen. Isn't that good when they improve it? Generally speaking. Generally speaking. So why would I be talking about this now? Will they take it away? Street Fighter V. What? Street Fighter V. They recently improved it, right? Street they Fighter think, V. They, they improved the netcode. Street Fighter V. Ah! Say it. Ah! Ah! All right. So there's two quote-unquote versions of the story. He is. Because there's the hot take. Which was hot. And then there's the medium take. Which is still hot. <laughs> there's the measured, the measured take. Which, yes, it is not quite as spicy and hot as the hot take. But the measured take still might burn the tongue. Still radiates many heats. You gotta, go, you gotta blow the fork. You gotta blow the fork. So, here is the simple. Backstory first. Not too long ago, we talked about how uh, bad the netcode in Street Fighter V was forever. It's bad. And it sucks because they actually did implement rollback, but they implemented it poorly. And And it's double frustrating because they did a much better job with Marvel Infinite, which uses the same netcode, but better. Cross Tekken had rollback. Wow! So... We go back as early as 2008 to find out that GGPO and rollback netcode has been a problem solved 12 years ago. Wow. Um, Nonetheless, uh, here we are, and it was successfully implemented into certain games. But in this case, for one reason or another, it was implemented poorly. What ends up happening is a lot of people see teleporting, one-sided rollback moments. Yeah, where all the rolling back goes to one person. And uh, basically, if we just, you know... If you, if you want to get to the core of it without understanding the nitty-gritty, what you're looking at is a situation where uh, your characters are teleporting around 
yeah. as things that you do in your game are conflicting with things that a simulated version of the game thinks you're doing. The long and short of it <clears> is that when a Street Fighter Five match is good, it's good. When it's bad, it's an unholy, teleporty, un- nonsensical shit mess that can barely be played. Great. So that was the situation. Then along came Altimore. Oh, a, hey, Altimore. What's up? How are you doing today? A user on the Reddit who posted a simple thread that we talked about not too long ago, which was quite to the point. It was, hey, Capcom, I fixed your netcode. It took me two days. If the game was open source, it would have taken me half an hour. Just put this in your folder. And your netcode will work on PC, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Done. So what happens? Well, turns out that Altimore's netcode uh, dramatically improves net play a lot of- for the people who have it. Yes. And can fuck it up and one-side the problems to the people who don't. But if you both have it, it's it works smooth sailing. perfectly. And then a follow-up, a second version of it got made uh, by someone else who basically improved on that idea by allowing you to continue to use it without fucking up one-sided um, unpatched people. Which means that it was win-win chicken dinner yeah, all if, the way down Mr. Sinner. You try. If you both have it, then you get the great stuff. If one of you has it, then you get the normal stuff. And if you're doing cross-play, then it's fine. Yeah. So... Uh, the superior patch did eventually come out as like the update to that, right? Still uh, the net negative uh, for PS4 players because, I mean, they can't do that. But ultimately, uh, the idea was what it was. And uh, the fan patch came out and fixed it for a whole lot of people. And for a brief moment in time, Street Fighter V was fun to play online. Well, the important... Uh, there's a lot of things, but like I, I really do want to uh, harken back to that netcode video with Keats because it's important. And uh, part of what is uh, said there is that when you improve the netcode, it doesn't just make a better experience for people. It doesn't just make it so that people who are having matches get less frustrated at those matches. Right. It allows you to expand the circle of matches you can play. By a lot. Because suddenly many more people are viable. And when that many people are viable, it becomes easier to match you up with someone a mat- approaching your skill level. So the blowouts happen less. I remember playing... So the fun happens more. Third Strike Online Edition against Japanese players. And it was fine. It was completely fine. Yeah. It wasn't perfect. <clears throat> but yeah. it was fine. I remember playing... I, uh, many uh, Three, four years ago, I played against Max on his stream... And he's in fucking California, and it was like he was sitting next to me. I uh, personally love it when I encounter someone that fucking blows my ass out because I'm like, oh, I got to rip open and find out everything here. But in general, when you're playing with nothing but killers, it can get really discouraging. It can get extremely discouraging. Extremely. Not a little. Very. So this tech actually facilitates new players sticking with the game because it gives you a wider pool to select from and that pool will include people approaching the same it's a, it's a knock-on effect that's all good it's a little staircase of dominoes of like nice thing happened nice thing happened nice thing happened great so everyone understandably then went um and yelled at capcom and uh ono got tagged in a bunch of tweets and he was like we are aware we were looking at because it. boy did people let him know yeah and then uh, they're like, yep, yep, yep. So championship, championship edition's about to drop, and 
you know, uh, cue the Bernie Sanders meme once again. We are asking. I don't know what the source of that meme is. I think it's, I just, Bernie, it's a political. It's just Bernie Sanders asking yeah. for support. Yeah, yeah. And then once again, we are asking for your support for Seth with titties. You know, and support uh, given. <laughs> great. See those cowards trying to change the voice. What cowards? Cowards. Fucking cowards. Bitches. You off with you. Deepen that voice. Give me more bass. More, nah, okay, the, his voice is already really it's pretty. Deep. It's pretty. Deep. If it's if it's deeper than that, it's gonna sound weird. Okay, all right. We don't have to double down. It's it's where it needs all to right. be. It's where it needs to be. Um. Anyway, <laughs> cowards nonetheless. They're weak. They're weak, and they should feel ashamed. Uh, when that drops, everyone's like, "Well, perfect opportunity, right?" Because hey, guess what? You know what's really embarrassing? When fans fix a problem that you didn't touch for four years, fast, right? It's been literally since 2016. I think Mike Z uh, diagnosed this bug during the SF5 beta. Sure did. No, li- no listen. Yeah. Not important. Not a high priority. Not on this team. Right. Not and, – and again, it's the cl- and the clarification here. Not lazy. Known, but not high priority. Yeah, not according to the people. Just who, not important. The people who decide the priority of, of what needs to be fixed because devs are working on stuff. They get told what needs to be fixed and someone decides to prioritize them. So eventually the earth shattering boom of everyone yelling about this does make its way because it's the fact that it got fixed in two days and it could have been even by faster. an amateur, a non developer reverse engineering the situation. Yeah. Right. Great. So. Uh, as expected, at some point there needs to be a response to that. We cracked a few jokes personally on this podcast. Uh, you, so I want to give full credit. Some people told me that I called it. No, Wooly, you called it, saying, "Wouldn't it be crazy if Championship Edition came out and said that we have now fixed the online system by disabling the patch?" Yes. That's... And then I repeated that as a different joke the next week. And then I laughed at the idea because it would be so absurdly bad. It would be so absurdly negative. It would be such uh, an awful PR move to make that I couldn't imagine it happening. Well, we're here. But it didn't exactly happen. It happened weird. It didn't happen. But for a brief moment in time, we thought it did. And I couldn't believe it. Yes, that's I true. couldn't believe the possibility that parody came reality because... Um, we got a, uh, we had a, the first thing I saw was a tweet and shout out to Corey Bell. He's a member of the, uh, Sam Show FGC. Cool guy. And, uh, he, he basically had a clip of like, um, him fighting Cody? No, 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 not that. Oh, not that one? Uh, this is, uh, Ultra David and, oh, uh, James Chen. James yeah. Chen and, Ultra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Chen and Ultra David on their show finding out about the patch. I just when realized it you live. always have to say James Chen and Ultra David. That's yeah. weird. Ultra Chen TV. Yeah, okay. Yep. Right. But them finding out about it. And then just kind of, oh, Visible no. size and right? staring at the floor. And this was early on in when it dropped and we didn't quite know exactly what was going on because there were no details No given. patch notes of any they kind. They just said, hey, the adjustment has been made. Please <laughs> uh, take net- a look. And then they said, give us some feedback. Network functionality has been adjusted. Something The fair- thing they do. Uh, astonishingly yeah. vague. Yeah. yeah. Like... Like literally, and it's the same type of patch notes we used to get back in the day with like um, get ba- gameplay balance changes, where it was just like the uh, move move response has been adjusted. The, the old Smash notes are the funniest because it, 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 they were literally like various gameplay adjustments. Yeah, and that was the whole thing. It's like, why even put the fucking the note po- out? What is the point? What is the point? You know, I love reading fucking patch. Notes. Of course you do. We've talked about this a lot of times as well. It is a, it is, it is like like when you, it is a, a peek into 
the the how blind the developer wants the player to be to these mechanics. Yeah. But it's ignorant because the 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 developer at that point by hiding those patch notes is acting as if people aren't figuring this out anyway. Yeah, and it's like I mean uh, and it's not just us people love patch notes. I've done three or four streams that are multiple hours long of me reading and going through like MMO patch notes. It's and effective. people are eating that shit up because yeah. you get to this thing of like the cooldown on this has been reduced by two seconds. I'm like, oh my god, that's incredible! It's effectively reducing the um the it's like it's trying to pretend that it can like it's trying to pretend that like hey players don't analyze our game. It's trying to pretend it's back in 1994, right? It's trying to disincentivize players, play, disincentivize players from analyzing the game and breaking it down to that level, which they're doing anyway because they like the game and they like breaking things down to that degree. And it's so dumb because it's just out of touch with what people are actually doing. So hiding those patch notes, make you know, and then furthermore, it, if you don't, if you betray your intentions, then it also is is um, uh, trying to ins- uh, inoculate yourself from being called out for a bad decision because a top player that knows better might say, hey, that's a bad idea objectively and here's why. Oops. Right? Um, shout outs to Rising Thunder and its patch notes which say, here's what we changed, here's why we changed it, and here's what it was supposed to be but what it does now. Yeah, my favorite type of patch notes is uh, either directly in it or associated with a, usually a live broadcast of like, hey, we're changing this. Yes. This is why we're changing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killer Instinct streams were great. Killer Instinct streams were a lot of fun. We got to watch Keats walk through those characters and go, so here's what you can do now. And da 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 Right? Dawn of War went super in-depth with their patch notes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always had mad respect for the level that they broke it down. Shout outs to the Hat and Time patch notes that apologize to me personally. Sure. Um, that was a fucking trip. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I just love the idea of just like, here's what this thing was supposed to do. And here's what it ended up doing. So here's why we changed it and how we expect you to use it. And it's like, thank you. Right? You're not creating things in a void without an idea of what you want the player to do. And you're not stifling creativity by saying this is the only way to play it. It's just describing the reason why your tool exists. So let's pretend... We're getting off track. Yeah. But let's pretend you're, in a, you're, you're a fighting game player and you're, you're the, the patch notes are shit got changed and that's it. Say they changed the, the delay or the, the recovery on Gile Sonic Boom. So you go to do your combo and it doesn't work anymore. What? You got to spend an afternoon going, oh, yeah, this doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Instead of just reading it in one line and go, oh, yeah, that's not going to work anymore. Okay, but it might still work in the corner. Yeah. It might still work against big characters. That's a whole day. But certain characters that are normal to small size, it will no longer work against. It's bullshit. Will you go and load up a training room match with everyone on the cast to figure that part out? If you're a pro and it matters, yeah, you will. But how about you make people that are trying to enjoy your game... How about you take away that rote, non-fun, 30 loading, fu- like like that full afternoon and a half to break all that down by saying what's going on. Fighting games are already difficult when you know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't help to not tell people what they're supposed to do. Or what they can no longer do. So anyway. So, these patch notes were obfuscated. Not useful. So what happened? Well, the first thing everyone noticed was the fan patch obviously stopped working. Now, granted, that was to be assumed because any patch was probably going to break it compatibility-wise. Exploitations are always a threat. You got to close up vulnerabilities. But even like just changing the chunks, right? Like it's going to point to the wrong... 
But at the bare minimum, the thought process would be we closed that loophole, made that incompatible, and did the exact same thing result-wise. Right. That is not what happened. So the first time that I saw, before I saw anybody talking about it, I saw a tweet that was, this is my first game online, sorry, my second game online played with the new netcode, and I believe it featured a Cody teleporting like an asshole just as bad as any match I'd ever seen or played, and went, sick, great, awesome, good yeah. patch. Yeah. So, um, that that was the fear, right? And... Uh, my, in my, immediately upon the drop, I remember I was like, dear fucking God, they did it. They did the thing that is not actually fixing it and removing the thing that works for people. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing to fighting games because that is the one most important feature you need right now. It's what new players require to to stay on this. It, it does so much. And it was already handed. And then this, that what we got was not that, right? The fear was that there was no adjustments made. Well, it took some time to figure out exactly what happened. As because there were no patch notes, people had to dig and dig and dig. And eventually, we figured out what happened. There were adjustments. There were adjustments, right? Um, so... Uh, definitely the first thought that, you know what, uh, whatever, I'm scrolling, but it doesn't matter. Um, I'll just go to the, the final take on it. Uh, the, 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 the thing that we found out essentially was that there were adjustments for some people. Uh, they got way better results. So if you already had a good connection, your results for the game probably significantly improved. Um, shout outs to Move Cow on Twitter, who uh, many people played for a while to get it, uh, their impressions in on how they felt about, uh, you know, whether things were improved for them or not. And uh, eventually, we got a further breakdown. So Capcom did put out a, a, a detailed like write up about what they what changes they made because people went, "Can you fucking tell us what you did, please?" No, because the wars are starting. And I'm like, "Here's a list of every game that used rollback. You're gonna need this. Here you go. Quick reference for everybody." Um, but yeah, Move basically uh, uh, went over it and was able to, in short summary, put together. That they shrunk the window in which it allows the game to drift off from a desired frame differential. Basically, the gap between when two players have uh, 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 an increased so latency ideally, amongst themselves. the teleports should be closer together. The window now scales based on the ping to the other player. And as a consequence, it is much more aggressive about resyncing timing into the intended range mid-match. So that's good. The but... problem is that one-sided rollback still exists. The window is just tighter. Uh, matches with unstable ping when sitting near a frame boundary can have excessive amounts of micro stuttering as it attempts to correct itself, primarily syncing on ping rather than system timing, which causes the network effect to be stronger than it auto otherwise would be. So as a result, people who've already had very good connections will have the best results, no longer experience unacceptable amounts of one-sided latency. People on less stellar connections will struggle still and not be getting most out of rollbacks. So they did improve the net code. In a way that people who have the best connections to other people will see some improvement. And the people who have shit experiences will continue to have shit experiences. If you're in the middle, it will vary. On top of that, uh, the game still will pair you up. Uh, Max did a a really long talk about this right when it happened. Mm -hmm. But one of the bigger problems with it is that it will just pair you up with fucking anyone. And the bars don't matter for shit. 
The mm-hmm. bars lie. Mm-hmm. That's why there was a big old meme on our subreddit that said, uh, uh, crazy Argentinian Ken is coming your another way. Another Brazilian Ken is yeah, coming another, your way. Right? And it's like, why am I being matched up with a Wi-Fi motherfucker in Brazil? Yeah. That's not a five-bar fucking match. <laughs> I'm just hearing the music with the announcer. Yeah. Uh, but- so... What happened? Well, that's that's what happened, right? And that's all there really is to it. And, you know, um, there definitely is something to be said about um, I'm I, I about, you know, possibly spreading misinformation and uh, jumping a gun, which a lot of people, um, you know, did upon that that first announcement. I certainly wrote up that scathing tweet on first reaction to hearing what was essentially Capcom taking out the fix and nothing else being changed. Um, thank God that turned out to be untrue. Yeah. Thank God I was wrong about that. Yeah. Right? A little wrong. So I will, ex- I, I, you know, when that type of discussion happens and um, there are folks that are going, dude, you're jumping the gun, right? You're, you're, you, you don't know this. This is not factual. They're spreading misinformation. I understand that there's a lot of people that like look at fighting game information from me. So I definitely hate to be possibly well. Luckily enough, you have a platform that you can correct yourself. Echoing <laughs> back the wrong thing. Yeah. So I'm happy to be wrong when it makes the situation better. In this case, here's what we got: a half fix. Yeah. So the most important thing to point out is that while the netcode for SF5 is technically a little better than it was before, it's still shit ass compared to the fan patch, which is now disabled. And effectively, the you know that you had one job. Yeah. In this case, literally copying homework. Nope. So literally copying homework would have been a better result. One of two things happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna armchair fantasize about the you know the development. So one of two things happened. Either they went well, we didn't write that, but let's look at it and try and learn it ourselves, and we'll implement our own fix. Which was ineffective in comparison. So the it's not made here, asshole mentality taken to the nth degree when you have a perfect solution. It's not ours. Or they did know what was going on and saw that fix and were willing to implement it. But for whatever reason, it could not be implemented as well on the PS4. And thus, cross-play compatibility would suffer. I personally think it's the former but i'm willing to admit that the latter is a possibility um not only is it a possibility but uh further discussions uh going off of that that thread i mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. basically break down uh the possibility that like okay so they've expanded you know the 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 range here they've they've allowed uh, a couple of basic shitty errors that existed in the fucking launch version of this code uh, they've they've made it so that you can uh, actually again if you already have a, a good code a good a good connection you're going to experience less fucking teleporty yeah uh, uh, one sided rollback moments right um it's the rich get richer and the poor stay poor it's entirely possible that the full assessment of the situation also resulted in an outcome where they're like to fix this properly we got to start from the scratch and we from don't the have time up. or money to do that absolutely not this is the final version of the game. Yeah, it's we're, been the final version of the game for a while. We're, we're like, Championship is trying to send it off into the sunset. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you kind of look and go, this is the best we're going to get, right? 
And that coming on the final moment of a game's last release four years from its launch is extremely underwhelming and continues to be an embarrassment, which is the term I used because it is that harsh though it may be, it's the truth. And it's a flagship title. This is Street Fucking Fighter. It sucks to hear that making the right decision to go with rollback, but having no transparency or like, like I guess just like um, then fall through, follow through. Yeah, makes it retroactively look like a bad decision to go with rollback. Oh yeah, because they're like, oh look at all these problems. No one's happy. You know, even though delay and, and even though it's objectively better than delay based. Let's see if Street Fighter Six goes back to delay based netcode. Let's fucking see. I was about to say never. Could you fucking And then I choked it back. Because I want to say never because it feels as if everyone and their dog is now even casually aware of the differences between rollback and delay-based. And everyone and their dog is like, we want rollback because, especially with Guilty Gear Strive, it's, it's a loud and clear feeling. However, 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 I live in a world that is a bubble dome, a fucking fishbowl of these feelings. I can't accurately assess what's happening outside the fishbowl. This rollback world speaks exclusively in English and French and German and Brazilian Portuguese and not in Japanese. Not in Japanese. So... I can't see what's happening outside the fishbowl. And I'm always trying to be hyper aware of the fact that like, just because I'm surrounded by this mentality, doesn't mean it's universal. It could just be that the people that I know and interact with on a regular basis have this sentiment. I had a friend of mine, cause DBZ is changing up a lot of stuff for their third season. And I was like, they improved the net code. And he's like, actually there's an interview in which they talk about, they are going to try and improve DBZ's netcode, but it's a non-committal, we're looking into it statement. Mm-hmm. But all I can think about is, oh, come on, man. That would be real good, dude. Mm-hmm. You added in assist types. They needed to be there from the jump. You brought them in. You added in Kefla, You got a couple of other balance adjustments going on and things are happening. That's cool. If we can get some of that in there, and if we can also also make the Super Dash startup a little bit slower, especially for online, just a little bit, I think we'd uh, we'd be cooking with gas. But 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 um, I I think it's the next generation. You know, I don't think it's this one. This is the one where it's now at a fever pitch. Um, people have been slowly learning about it because. GGPO was being yelled about in 2008. Yes. Because it worked immediately. And anyone who plays a lot of fighting games that loves... I felt it instantly. The first instantly. Time I, the first time I played it, was like, oh instantly. my god, this is night and day. Right? And you were used to fucking... God, uh, Kylera clients? Yeah. <laughs> right? Anyone who came from the days of Kylera clients, or Kyera, however you pronounce it, um, knows... That the moment you touch something that feels good with Good Game Peace Out back in two, 2008, 
it works right away. And then you ch- it, the game changed for you forever. So you started talking about that. But the idea of, of it spreading to, to the major releases, you're like, I hope it does, but fuck. Yeah. It feels like it would never get there, right? Well, it took 12 years, but finally it's been shouted loud enough. And you know, I think the fact that like it's shouted out on things like this podcast, for example, helps like boost no, that nothing, signal. Nothing is going to help like that Riot game coming out. Yeah, that might do it too. That's going to do it or not. But it's how how overtly are they going to tell people, by the way, this uses a good net code that you don't usually see in other games. People will feel it because it'll, it'll be free. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, but anyway, I, I, everyone gets it, right? I don't want to fucking uh, what it be, be labor uh, yeah, like, you know, little, the yeah. point here because um, I can feel the, the, the checkout. But, you know, whatever. We're having this discussion again and, and, and it's the same as it always was. Wouldn't so it be long. nice to never have this discussion again? Yes, it would be. And I apologize <laughs> if you've mentally checked out because the- you're tired of hearing us talk about this. But the end of the story is simple. Um, you know, the, the, the Street Fighter V final patch is a half fix. Uh, and, and I said, like, it, once, the, once the take cooled off, um, uh, you know, I, I, I posted a thread that effectively just says, look, it's a half fix. It's good that the official tweet implies they're going to continue working on it. They're but not. it's embarrassing that um, people are now distrustful of the official word largely due to issues like this. And please, 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 please never forget about the rootkit. Wouldn't this have been a good thing to start working on back in the beta four years ago? Yes, it would have. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't think this is hindsight. I think this was foresight back then. Hindsight is rootkit out of twenty. Oh, <laughs> uh. so uh, I cap that off with the idea that. Um, you know, it took a fan patch, a floodgate of complaints, and four years to get an inferior version of that adjustment. Great, super, awesome. Um, and lastly, uh, which is, you know, a, a big point that, you know, some of um, those who were, you know, uh, upset at me uh, were pointing out. They're like, have you, have you touched this? And I played. And I had a, I did a uh, did a sesh of it, got some games in. Yeah, um, got about an hour and a bit uh, of matches, and I on my end noticed no improvements. I noticed the exact same exact same match. Oh types. well, I noticed that I had uh, the same thing I had from the get go, which is uh, pretty normal matches, except uh, stuttering at least once per every two rounds let's say or once per round in some cases but it was every game yep and i noticed the 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 desync and then the occasional nightmare there's minimum one minimum one desync every single match i played and that's exactly what it was when it launched great so i saw no improvement personally super um that's the street fighter 5 story and uh, that's about that Hopefully, it's the last Street Fighter Five story we ever talk about. Hey, Seth is cool. Seth is cool. You think the titties are metal or like soft metal? Uh, I think they have jiggle physics. Okay, that's good. That's good. Hard metal titties is just sad. Yeah. Um, or rather, <laughs> now with 
now with bouncy boob technology. Ah, there it is. Have you seen that sticker? Yeah. There you go. Uh, New funky mode. What's the funky mode, bouncy boobies? Bouncy boob technology. So that's what's happening. Uh, In the meantime... More like in the meme time, am I right? Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, dad boy. A couple different places we can go with this. We can talk (laughs) about... um, Well, we can we can talk about the uh, 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 the other things happening fighting game wise or Smash wise. Uh, there was an uh, there was an interview with Sakurai, and Sakurai had a couple of things to say. What did he say? Um, essentially, it looks like Fighter Pass Volume Two is going to be the end of Smash Brothers Ultimate. That seems completely unshocking. Thank God. People that thought there was going to be a third fighter pass are kind of insane. Um, so let's see. Uh, dear God, this campaign is making it really hard to read Gamatsu at the moment. It's fucking turning the screen. It's black text on a red background and it's terrible. Are you serious? Yeah, Jesus. it's not great. All right, here we go. Um, so uh, some choice quotes from uh, from Sakurai include... We've announced that we would make another six characters, but the six characters themselves are decided and there are no plans to make any more beyond that. Basically, after we release the six characters, the work on Smash Brothers Ultimate will finally come to an end. And I can die. I'm not the one who decides which characters will participate. My position is to take up the proposals from Nintendo. I'm always consulted, so if I'm not convinced the character will work, I can turn it down, but we will never cancel a character for lack of ideas. I can't work on anything else while I'm working on this. Basically, any future of a new game directed by me is gradually disappearing. And personally, I'm fine with that. I've never worked with a personal desire to create a new title or direct. Basically, I work to make other people happy. I oh, can't... that's kind of sad. Well, that's how he feels. Oh. He feels like he's... Uh, it's a very... Um, uh, it's a very uh, engineering mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he doesn't see himself as a creative. He sees himself as a functional director. His, he sees himself as... I just as, want to make everybody happy. And he's like, well, that's my job. I'm putting on my hard hat. I'm getting my wrenches. And I'm going to twist the bolt until everyone's happy with it. And then I go home with my lunch pail. You know? Uh, it's not a crea- It's the complete opposite of, you know, the, the creative... Uh, the genius Kojumbo. The genius Kojumbo. It's not that. It is not that. Um, I can't say definitively that there's no possibility that Smash Brothers series will continue after this. Both myself and those in charge at Nintendo haven't thought about the future at all. Releasing new content without holding back isn't ideal when it comes to making your game last longer. Letting them out in small doses prolongs the lifespan of the game. That's why adding these six characters is a luxury. So, that's basically the deal. They um, should all come out at once. Yeah. That'd be cool. I want it now. I know. I don't even want it now. I just hope they all come out at once. Like, seven months from now. Just fuck it. They're all here. Yeah. I think it's very, you know, like, it's very straightforward with the way the statements are made. Because it's like, of all the games in the entire industry to speculate on, Smash is by far the biggest speculation magnet we've ever had in the industry. Which is why when he just says, look, there's no plans and that's it. We haven't talked about it. That's about an honest, s- as honest an answer as you can let give. Let me see my family, please. Yeah, it's it's not like we will never talk about it, but it's simply look. This is it. 
this is what we've talked about and then it stops here unless other things come out but this is the process yeah right um so anyone who's connecting strings on a tack board can chill um and also he definitely puts out front that uh i am not the one who decides reemphasize that doesn't give me a lot of hope want a guru nah yeah okay i'm um, sorry can you grab me I, one? Yeah. I got so little sleep last night. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not hurt. I'm, I think I have enough. Well, if you don't, I'll give you yours. Because they're yours. No problem. So this is where we are. Whether or not Gino makes it into Smash is ultimately decided, already decided, by Nintendo. Here you go, man. Thank you. Is that the last one? That is the last one, yeah. Okay. I made the mistake of trying to go to bed at 10.30 p.m. last night. This led to me waking up at 2.30 a.m. So what's that, everybody? Never go to bed early! Yeah. I just play Tepen until I fall asleep. That's kind of where I'm at. Never go to bed early. It's a trap. I made it back to champion. Congrats. Feel good. Didn't even know you dropped. No, there's season resets. Ah, well, fucking double congrats then. Yeah. The Kuma fuckers need to know their place. Um, so that's what's going on with Smash Brothers. Other things happening. Worthy of discussion. <laughs> oh, I can think of one that'll wake you right up right now. What's that? Well, it would seem that Atlas has a couple of things to say about the video recording guidelines. Yeah, I've got some things to say. For Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. I am looking forward to enjoying uh, Persona 5 in the way that Hyrule Warriors was an interesting take on Zelda as a Musou. Persona 5 Musou sounds like a really cool, fun video game. There was a clip that came out a few days ago of a million Jack Frost running down the street and everybody was going, hee-ho. And you know what? That made me really interested in the game. I'll tell you this. Um, it's also like appealing to think of a game where it's like, oh, all the cool and style of Persona stuff uh, without a 200-hour commitment. Wow. Feels like something that might be good to show That'd off That'd be cool. People. people might get into it. People might get into it do you have a list of statements i sure do let's roll them off shall we well here's what's important now because as we do this in this tone as content creators we sound like assholes because we are of course oh don't worry we'll get to why we're being assholes afterwards but i want people to hear the fucking list we are the most affected by this compared to the average person just playing the game for fun that's true thus it feels personally directed towards us and you'll see why shortly here it comes down on high one uploading screenshots or videos of persona 5 scramble requires you to use the console's own capture and share functions i'm sorry what the thing that literally no one in this business does ever 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 the share button and xbox record that only are the only ways to capture footage. What? Not my capture card and rig that I have uh, bought and maintained solely for this purpose? Not 
allowed. Wow, that seems asinine and stupid as fuck. And seems to be a way to get around the fact that when you load up any story sequence in that game, it's going to tell you that sharing is disabled. <laughs> because they can, can you, that's a feature that PlayStation 4, for example, has. has. To make it so that you cannot share this moment. So they'll be able to see, hey, any footage of any of this thing, go fuck yourself and die. Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. All right, what's number two? Atlas will not allow screenshots or videos captured via personal capture cards. Oh, so the follow-up to the earlier Same state. thing. Got it. Just in case you had a method... Totally redundant. ...of recording gameplay, but also not using your own personal capture card. But wow. here we are. Only upload videos to sites supported by the sharing features of the Switch and the PlayStation 4. What about the Xbox? Only upload videos to sites supported by the sharing features on Switch and PlayStation 4. All right, so Xbox users, if you want to upload footage, you have to check to see if the PlayStation and Switch both support those websites. Okay, can I stream to Mixer? No. But is is Mixer... Bitch! No! Is there a button for Mixer on my Switch? This is literally Atlas being in Japan and not knowing how an Xbox works. If you are showing event scenes or story scenes... on Xbox? Yeah, whatever. If you are showing event scenes or story scenes, you must clearly mention that there are spoilers. Spoiler warning. You mean the ones that are automatically disabled from showing? Yeah. Well, you gotta mention that there's spoilers. Let's, let's, Let's ignore the fact that uh, in a video review, for example, uh, where you would show a 10-second clip of a boss fight or some shit, um, uh, most most of the time that'll go over people's heads without context. But if you have to put a, this is a spoiler, this is a very important story sequence, you've actually legitimately spoiled it for many, many humans. What kind of stegosaurus is sitting behind a desk making these decisions. The stegosaurus that would write down point number four or five. I forget where we're at. Footage or screenshots should also show copyright Atlas, copyright Sega, copyright Koei Tecmo games, all rights reserved. All right. So I want to throw down some shit. One, the share feature does not include those. No. Which means... In order to adequately do this, yes. you would have to share it to your YouTube channel, yes. pull it down yourself, yes. edit those copyright tags onto it, yes. and then re-upload it unedited save for that, yes. which might be against the rules because you didn't use the share feature to put that footage up. Also, you're going to need to reinsert all that text that says at playstation share now. oh they do now oh it includes the copyrights oh it does that now i didn't oh, know that i guess that's game per game well never mind all right never mind rescinded only use the share function copyright atlas copyright sega copyright koei tecmo games oh good yay all rights reserved good do not use the gameplay footage for any other purposes other than showing gameplay what does that mean don't make an amv don't make a review don't make content of any kind other than hey don't make a hey cool joker video yeah don't 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 make memes don't don't make memes don't you make a meme how god damn it you fucking how dare you do not meme desune (laughs) (laughs) 
No, that's a question. Whatever. <laughs> Destiny is a confirmation. Nani? <laughs> <laughs> Yamaro Mimudes. Yes. Mimu ga arimasen. There we go. Uh... <laughs> Mimu Janai, actually. Yeah, or, yeah, if you want to go that way with it. Do not only upload uh, music or BGM data or use gameplay footage for the main purpose of listening to the music. Addendum. Wooly. Can I buy that music? No. Can I stream that music? No. Is there any way to acquire that music? Legally. Absolutely not. Okay, great. Just wanted to check. You could always rip it privately. No. Don't do that. Uploading gameplay to sites that require subscription services or payment to browse is counted as using gameplay for monetary purposes. Okay. If you have a... A A giant bomb that has a subscription and has... Twitch sub on. Yeah. If you have a... YouTube premium, whatever. Whatever. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't make it exclusive. Um, do not use gameplay footage to slander other people. Not sure what that means. That's genuinely kind of confusing. Don't talk shit about people while Joker's on screen. All right. Good. Thank you. If Atlas requests you to remove the video, please remove the video. Uh, videos that Atlas deems unacceptable will be deleted or taken off from viewing. That's a threat. Queries into this matter may or may not be answered by Atlas. Why is that even there? That says literally nothing. We don't have to answer you. You didn't before. <laughs> like, like it's a, that's a weird nothing statement. If the streaming or uploading of gameplay leads to monetary loss, Atlas does not hold any responsibility, nor will they pay any monetary compensation. That one is super baffling. That is so dinosaur. It's like, listen, if you stream the game and somehow... You lose money from streaming it. You can't sue us for saying that it was our game's fault that you lost money. For example, if they claim the video and are taking all the revenue on it that you would have gotten, then you can't sue them for that. I mean, you know, well, that's not loss of funds, though. No, well, that's you know, lack of gaining funds. So I'm like, what fucking? Well, possi- not if not if it's disputed and held in escrow. Oh yeah, you know, but um. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I've seen videos of uh, game delays, games getting delayed, and, and like DSP has said, like this is ruining my life because the game got delayed and I was supposed to stream it. All, all right, Wooly. Well, I have a very blunt statement for you, and it's for everyone at home. Take this to heart. People say a lot of things. That's it. That's it. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Players are not allowed to share anything about the game's endgame or anything afterwards. You know what the best part about that one is? That one's not about footage. Yeah, that's just spoilers. That's just straight up. Person who plays Persona 5 Scramble, 
Atlas is telling you you are not allowed to talk about the end game. So here's the feeling. Here's the no sc- one. So we look at now. You, you now you, you stand back, right? You do uh, what my my art history teacher used to do when he's like the proper way to view an art a piece of art when you go to the museum is uh, you look at it, you read the tag, and then you you stand back. Yeah, and you put your hands out at your sides. Yeah, and you allow yourself. You put your hands out at your sides like palms open like this and you allow yourself to take in the full breadth of the work. Really feel the space. Feel the work. Yeah. With its frame. Mm, yes. Right? You have to lean back and feel the frame. Give it to me. Real. Yeah. You stand back and you look at the picture of all of these rules together. Um, and it's don't. And here's what you see. You see someone who has a very pointed but albeit minor concern that people will get spoiled about what's going to happen and thus not buy the game uh please don't spoil the cool things people don't want to see spoilers of the cool things you'll ruin sales if you do that right and then a very 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 large slice of this pie says fuck let's players fuck streamers how dare you you motherfuckers are killing us out here robbing the food from my children's mouths they're gonna starve you are taking the food out of their mouths little haru and mizuki are gonna die because of you bitches now i understand some of you the folks that are new to the situation might think but hold on a moment aren't you um exploiting someone else's work and uh, using it to make for a monetary money. gain in a very straightforward and simple way. Yes. Yeah. Here's the fun thing. The amount of sales a game makes after it sh- people check it out on any given stream or let's play is always a boost. Always a boost. Always, even for bad games. It is literally a signal boost for the thing. It promotes the thing. Yes, are there people that use this as a replacement experience? Totally. You know what those are called? People without the means to purchase them. You know what they're also called? The minority. Yes. You know what the majority is? People who check things out. The de facto rental replacement has been, I will look at a a friend playing it, I will check out a streamer, I will check out a YouTube video for like an hour's worth of uncut footage and see if the game is good. That has replaced video rentals. Hey, I heard about this really cool franchise, I think it's called Ryuga Gotoku. Yeah. Shame it never... Uh, the, The copies are really rare. Uh, I'm not sure how you could get a hold of it. Uh, I heard it was good, maybe... But I, I, you know, I don't know anyone who's played it. What's up with this? Oh, there's these jackasses from this uh, shit tier YouTube site. They're playing it. They think it's cool. Oh wow, it's really cool. Cue the Amazon uh, uh, explosion of sales. Cue many people pushing it. Hey, look, all the games have now been translated into English. Check that out. Isn't that cool? So when um. When this broke, uh, my official stance on this for Atlas 
hold on a second. I just want to let everybody in the in the podcast uh, listening to the podcast right now know that uh, Metal Wolf Chaos XD is now available. That's right. Uh, as a, it was released on the sixth of August, twenty nineteen. Um, so uh, from Software Devolver Digital, General Arcade Inc. Uh, very positive reviews on Steam. You can purchase a copy right now. You could uh, for you know what twenty eight ninety nine Canadian. That sounds great. That's probably twenty five bucks American, right? Probably. If you yeah. felt like buying a copy of Metal Wolf Chaos XD, uh, it's a pretty cool game. I think you might want to uh, consider it. Just putting out a little lot, little 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 spot, um, little ad for that game. I wanna I wanna also point out that I'm pretty sure that the final. Um, uh, rule in that in that uh, thing is a violation of my civil rights. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Um, let's let's back it down. What's going on here? You can't tell me what to not talk about, Atlas. You can go fuck off to hell. Thought you were gonna say you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, and I was gonna get full on flashbacks to Tool Time. <laughs> yeah. That episode where older kid says to Tim, you can't tell me what to do. And then it's a crisis of parenting. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, I want to move on to a slightly different statement from Atlas. Okay. Which is not technically about Persona 5 Scramble. AOA or AOJ? AOJ. AOJ. Talk to Says, hey, Persona fans. If you really want Persona 5 or Persona 5 Royale on the Switch, you make your voices heard through social media. <laughs> now let's ignore the fact that this has been an ongoing thing literally forever, mm-hmm. including people going, God damn it, can we please get any of your games on modern platforms including the pc and this has been a non-stop refrain literally for over a decade hey persona q2 joker's on the nintendo yeah be in smash but on top of that hey guys use social media to push our games it's not like we threaten you or anything let him know let him know make it loud and clear that you want this game on the Switch using text only. Text only. Only text. Only text. Hashtag if you must, but it is discouraged. <laughs> Preferably. <laughs> Let's not get too crazy with those URLs. Preferably on 2chan. If okay? <laughs> I know right. you Westerners like your Twitters and your ICQ and AIM and shit. Text only. Hashtag if you must. URLs also discouraged. It's no memes. No, definitely no fucking memes. Definitely not video memes. And motherfucker, I see you trying to make ASCII art. I see you trying to make that ASCII art of the screenshot. ASCII art. It's it's legitimately unbelievable. Um, So I would like to put it into a grander context. I spoke about this on stream. Oh, let's let's step even further back and there, hold the hands there, out. There is a grander context in, here. Take in the artwork. That I legitimately cannot believe. Yes. Atlas. I believe it's Atlas US. 
in the lead-up to the Persona 5 Royal release date, which, by the way, also still has a wealth of do not videotape this shit of course. past a certain date, which is basically all the new content in, in Royale. Certainly. Um, hired a PR slash influencer management company to help promote the game. I believe they recently showed it off at one of the PAXs. I forget what event was. An event that I, and I think you as well, might have been invited to. Said, hey man, come down to L.A., you can record like an hour of footage of Persona 5 Royale to take back to your YouTube channel and make a, a, a promo thing <sighs> for Persona 5 Royale. I forgot. Yeah, you did get invited. We're both in the same thread. Yeah. And uh, you, you, that... said, you said you were busy, and I was like, I was a little blunter. I was like, uh, no, thank you. I, I'm a little busy. I got to I stream. You know, I don't want to go all the way out to L.A. And then That's in a true. different conversation outside the thread that you're in, I'm like, I was fairly blunt. I'm like, listen, man, I don't want you to send me the Persona 5 Royale merch. I don't care. Now, this is a third party. It's not Atlas. So they're just trying to get their hustle on, right? I just want you to tell me if I can stream Persona 5 Royale. That is literally all I want to know. Yeah. And they said, ah, I'll get back to you. <laughs> K, and K, they K. never got back to K, me. KKKKK, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for um, sure. The, the astonishing fucking, like, uncohesive holes here mm-hmm. of... Please promote our game via your social media and YouTube and Twitch powers. But only when we ask you to, and only in the way that we want you to. And we'll actually facilitate that dramatically, but nothing else. And if you do anything else, we will threaten your videos, channel, and livelihood. Is what led to my fairly blunt... You can go fuck yourself to hell, Atlas. Statement. And on top of this, as a content creator and or streamer, whichever you prefer, I now Influencer. look I now look at Persona 5 Royale and Persona 5 Scramble and go, am I even gonna pick up these games that I can't work on at all? I have FF7 and fucking Resident Evil coming out right now. Why the fuck should I give the time of day to this shit that is, like, spitting on me and my, like, choice of profession? Why would I give them a thumbs up and give them promotion? Well, if you intended to treat it as a... And Doom. Also, and Doom and Animal Crossing. And Cyberpunk. and No, Cyberpunk's later. Yeah, okay. Uh, If you intended to treat it as a simple uh, private consumer... And consume it privately. There's only so much time for games that I only privately consume This now. becomes the unfortunate nature of the beast. <laughs> the unfortunate nature of the beast is that private time becomes public time. Yeah. There's <laughs> only so many hours a day. Why would I pick up games that I can't stream at all? Even once. Even a one-night Tuesday stream. But more telling, I think, um, is just is that one must hope that internally there are those who fight 
the dinosaur. Yeah, and those people live over in Atlas NA or Atlas US, whichever it's called. I always forget. But the Stegosaurus way atop the Japanese office, if that's where this comes from, which it is. It's where it's coming from. I can from. tell you right now that is absolutely where it comes from with certainty. Yeah. Um, there's like, you know, there's a thing that happens where we talk about the out of touchness, like we just did with Street Fighter Five. Yes. Like this is this like, isn't out of touch. This is the refusal. This is like stratosphere. Re- yeah. This is re-entry. Yeah. You're like you're not on this planet anymore because and I refuse to come down and I refuse to <laughs> well and because. Like, literally, literally, the facts are that you are anti-promotion of your game, which, okay, I guess. So what do we we end up with? We end up with the feeling with the average consumer that is the same way when you, hey, you want to go say, hey, Willie, uh, you want to check out the new movie? There's no reviews. It's already out, and there's no reviews. I guess they didn't do any advanced screenings. Anyone talking about this? What's going on? No. But here's the thing, Must be trash, huh? But No, but here's the thing, though. It's Persona 5. Yeah. It gets that clout, no matter what. Yeah, well... But... Hey, let's protect spoilers on a game that's been out for months, by the way. Yeah. It gets the clout no matter what, because it's huge. It's It's a giant, beloved property and franchise. Um, we just have to deal with these insane dinosaur rules and, you know, uh, okay. So the Stegosaurus says you're not allowed to, be- basically it says don't play our, don't show, don't play the game. Don't, don't show the game. Don't, just don't do just it. Don't. So then we don't. That's it. And then you pick something else, whatever. Okay, I won't. And then, you know, people will do what they do and we'll see the results of it. It's and- extra crazy considering Atlas is underneath Sega now. Yeah. And like Yakuza in all English, actually Yakuza in all non-Japanese speaking territories was explicitly resurrected by people pushing those games. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm responsible for bringing Yakuza to the West, but I know I did a little bit. Yeah, I pushed it a little bit. And here's, and here's the problem is, again, you know, remember what I talked about where I said, like, put yourself in, the, in those ridiculous clown shoes yeah. and, and see what they see? You put yourself in the ridiculous clown shoes, and then you hear the like. I can already, you know, picture the uh, uh, um, uh, entitled, entitled let's playing assholes are mad they can't cash in on whatever game. You know what I mean? Like, or what? Hey, guess what? Like that's a sarcastic over exaggeration, which is completely accurate, mm-hmm. but isn't the point. Mm. Of course entitled let's play streamer assholes are mad they can't make money off of this it's our job (laughs) Um, it's the way the rent gets paid man but but uh (laughs) you fucking stupid but this but the the nature of how you decide to stand on a soapbox i suppose (laughs) is what people will judge you on and uh at the end of the day it's fine. Yeah. You can do what you want. Yeah. But on a on the level, of course, you, you there's no point to just screaming till you're blue in the face about it. So that's certainly not what I'm interested in doing. But I definitely on a podcast where we talk about game news, I'm willing to point out yeah. that I, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But because it's anti-sales. Yeah. And here's the follow-up. It's literally against what would help your game. Here's the follow-up to, of course, dumbass. It's how the rent gets paid. You know what else? There are other games coming out 
that I can pay my mortgage with. So it's not actually about this specific game is stealing my money. No, it's like, hey, I wanted to cover this. That coverage is now either explicitly banned or monetarily pointless. Therefore, I will cover something the fuck else. Fuck you, you stupid game. Who would go out with an ugly hoe like you anyway? <laughs> Reddit slash... Guy who's not allowed to stream. Ni <laughs> nice Let's Players. Nice LPers. <laughs> Boy, I hope everyone's looking forward to my Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal streams. Uh, games I was honestly going to stream over this one anyway. But still. Yeah. It, it really is... Uh, it really is surprising to me at the very least i know that you hold you you're like no i know i know but i thought that like p5 and the reaction afterwards oh you're fucking crazy <laughs> you're insane you're gonna say that oh they would have opened up their eyes and they would have seen that it you have well out didn't the second thing that came out where they said okay you can now go up to christmas yeah didn't that sound a bit like they were like or maybe it was in my no, head. No, maybe that, no, maybe it was, just it was in my the head. exact same thing. They just moved the date up a little bit. Okay. Because, you know, the game's a little older now. Yeah, I'm dumb. That was a naive hope. You were wrong to have hoped. I thought I thought for a second, you know, that like that would have not been that mistake would not be repeated because it's such a glaring and not obvious. Not only mistake. has it been repeated, it's been repeated for the third time now. When did it start? P5, then P5 Adjustment, which was just a slight date change. And then Catherine. Then Christ. No, five times now. Then Catherine, then P5 Scramble, then P5 Royale. Sorry, then P5 Royale, then P5 Scramble. What about Q? Anyone talking about Q? Nope. <laughs> oh, wow. You know why? Because there's no good way to capture that. So they didn't bother camcorder and a fucking yeah but that's decent... so that's so niche that they probably didn't even consider it camcorder and an iphone bro yeah that's where we all start yeah you know what atlas hates memes you know what you all need to do meme it up i call upon the listeners of this here podcast to meme the shit out of atlas's dumb bullshit are you bad at memes so much the better Meme it up, fellow gamers. Yeah, okay. I'm not trying to wield any fucking crowd into oh, any you sort it's of great. crowd audience. It's super good. You can you can uh, fucking hey, Fantasia all hey, you want. Hey, Wooly, did you ever see the, the that late night that I just post, I'm bored, send memes? Yeah, sure. Ooh! Send memes versus launch memes in the, in the, in the meme cannon. Put them in the mortar. It's a big difference. Hey, listen. Memes are good for you. Well, um, I thought the answer to, you know, what they hate would have been money. Yeah. But who knows? And you before we leave this topic. You know what they love? What's that? Leafy greens. They do. Stegosaurus need them to survive. It's true. I would like to point out the fact that this is so ridiculous and outrageous is due in part Due to the hilarious, laughable, unbelievable, almost parody-like, uh, 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 what's the word, uh, contrary in nature, of the themes of Persona 5 being fuck the man, fight the power, 
steal shit and all of this stuff. Steal to help better society, says Persona 5. As Atlas screams at you maybe for telling people about the game in the first place. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I have never seen a more wide disconnect between the creatives and the corporate in terms of intent. It's fucking hilarious. Joker would fucking stream Persona 5 without permission. That's the kind of guy Joker is. Now, I don't know too much. I don't know anything about anything. So, uh, you know, my my impressions about what a Persona game might or might not be about might be mistaken. That's true. However, however, I can say that I do feel <laughs> that it's possible that the Stegosaurus on top of Atlas Tower might have a palace. It's possible. And that palace might need to be infiltrated so we can take its heart. That's quite possible. Got to steal the treasure. <laughs> it's a laptop with a YouTube tab open. <laughs> Unsubscribed. <laughs> it's not a game. <laughs> Just running. I'm not a robot AI challenging you. I'm I can't not. remember the it's rest in of your the lyrics. And I'm here to see, see it through. Yeah, I need to get the lyrics so I can actually right before your eyes. Do, 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 do. Watch us multiply. Do, 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 do. <laughs> just, just fucking the Stegosaurus inside of a big like a uh, fucking like Atlas logo converted into a desk <laughs> with like limbs and oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and it has an attack where like it blinds the screen and makes it a text only. Oh adve- man, that's a text super only adventure. Good. That's really dr- that's great. Text only. That's legitimately great. And then you do enough damage, and then you get back to the real visuals. Demonetized. Oh my god, they hit you with demonetized. Demonetized. Your, your money turns to zero, All and you, you only get it back. No more cash after the end of the fight. Yep. Better not lose. Better not die. Oh, that's so good. Uh, telling you bro it writes itself yeah do you remember nintendo and nintendo's youtube program yeah they had something they tried to whip out and they were like nintendo games only through nintendo Mm -hmm. and you remember when they killed that and Mm -hmm. completely gave up i just Never heard of it again. Do you remember when Sega, Ubisoft, uh, uh, Rockstar, all the big companies were like, you stop that shit. And it was during our YouTube tenure in which we were like, "Uh uh-oh, is this the content ID apocalypse? That one January many years ago where everybody got hit by a fucking million claims. And then that just kind of stopped. It's almost like almost every video game company tried to kill Let's Plays and streaming going, they're taking sales, only to be called out on their bullshit and see sales go down when they did that if you and then quit and just give up. If I can take a third step back from the painting. That's right. To see even further. Even bigger. Even further. Which, you know, when the frame is 
trying to capture something in orbit, you yeah. need a really big frame. The world. Um, remember that time that that company tried to stop information on the internet from spreading? Yes. Miss Streisand. Do you remember <laughs> how well that worked out? I do. And how did it work out when that company tried to stop that information? It went great. Oh, okay. Oops, wait, no. Ain't nobody knows nothing. Thumbs up. The MP3. Miss Streisand. Remember when Lars was like, hey man, don't copy that floppy, and I responded with, go to hell, Lars. Oops, I accidentally downloaded Resident Evil sound files assorted into pornography instead of your new song, but that's still pretty funny. The MP3, Barbara Streisand, and Elizabeth Porn. Also, the governments of the world in general. <laughs> what do we have in common? Shut up! Shut up! Don't! Shut up! Stop! Stop that! Stop! Stop it! Oh no! <laughs> Edward Snowden's Elizabeth Porn MP3! Oh god! Oh god damn it! Don't listen to that! He's got a dry voice, it's weird! This is traitorous, immoral pornography. <laughs> Julian Assange! Sponsored by Lars Ulrich. <laughs> a good drummer, but a total piece of shit. That Stegosaurus hates Julian Assange. Hates him. Get out of here, man. Pamela Anderson going to pay I him I swear visits. to God, if this keeps up, motherfucker's going to find out about the asteroid, and we can't have that. Why is Pam Anderson paying him visits? Fuck that. Pay me visits. I'm a Stegosaurus, goddammit. We'll let him know. Fetch my typewriter. <laughs> I have a letter to write. Change the ribbon. Dear Daily Times. <laughs> I do not want this letter reprinted, the letter to the editor, on your goddamn online website like some kind of churlish hoe. Now, hold on a moment. Does, the, does this letter require eyeballs to see it? Because the visual medium betrays us. Why not skip right to Braille? Why not, why not throw out the entire idea of seeing things? You know what this reminds me of? just get down to Braille. It reminds me of fax your complaints to Nintendo. What was that? It was anything. T anytime Nintendo does the bad online, hmm. please fax your complaints to Nintendo. Hmm. Hmm. Because they have, we know they have a fax machine. Yep. Well, hey, man, look, if you happen to be a fucking pirate out there, if you're a rogue, you got your eye patch, your peg and leg and your parrot. If you are a uh, phantom thief, that's correct. Uh, you can uh, do whatever you want and just realize that Atlas might come down on you with the full brunt of their force when they deliver you that copyright strike or content ID by carrier pigeon. It might take a bit, but it's coming. I hope you have a stoop. Anyways, what else is going on? I need to be able to like it would be wouldn't it be great to be able to talk to a human about that because all the humans I've been able to talk to go. <sighs> maybe it's like a, that's the whole conversation. Maybe it's like serving um, when you serve somebody a 
what's it called? Summons. Mm-hmm. If you shoot the pigeon before it lands on your stoop, doesn't count. Never got the message. That's right. <laughs> maybe, maybe the video stays up if you can shoot that bird in flight. <laughs> Never got here. I don't know what happened. I don't know what you're talking about, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck off. Just the fucking Atlas bird is... <laughs> Pull! Um. Anyways. So the other thing happening... What a bunch of assholes. Is... Uh, we got some details on the XX. Hey, Wolves, I'm going to tell you right now. I'll be real. I think this is the first time I've done this on the Castle Beast. I got about a half an hour left in me. I'm like sweating and falling asleep. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We'll do it. We'll do it. Um, You know, if my calculations are correct. We're not going to hit five hours with... with with that so that's good that's perfect all right but tell me about the sex bone the sex box has an announcement of what you can expect from the next generation of gaming by phil spencer head of xbox which shows you the big graphic with the box and the tail 12 teraflops and the variable rate shading and the hardware accelerator for direct x ray tracing and smart delivery Quick resume, quick resume for multiple games, but smart delivery. What is smart delivery? I have no idea. Smart delivery, as described as yada, yada, yada. Um, When you buy a version of a game, you get the version for whatever Xbox you're playing on. Uh, You purchase it once and you get to use whatever updated or possible other versions exist when you have those things. Cool. So the hand-in-hand announcement with that was a Cyberpunk 2077 tweet, which says, Gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrades. Owners of Cyberpunk 2077 for the Xbox One will receive the Xbox Sex upgrade for free when available. Great. Fantastic. They have they have moved from Xbox as a, as a box to Xbox as a service. And now the box is literally just the, the your PC. Yeah, so it's your Xbox account and your PC box. So we're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all of our uh, exclusive titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase one title once in order to play the best available version for whatever console you choose to play it on. It's available for all developers and publishers, and they can choose to use it for titles to release on Xbox One or the X- XX later. Uh, yeah, so versioning versioning uh across purchases uh one purchase multiple versions is how they're gonna do that so yeah there you go um that's a cool uh it's you know in a world of backwards compatibility it it obviously kind of sometimes feels like it it would mean less because if it's like oh well that version was just available for download anyway Mm -hmm. then blah but if there is, in fact, a separate version that has differences or, like, a massive uh, performance upgrade, then, uh, yeah, you definitely want to be able to grab that on either one. Would have been cool to be like, yo, I own the Wii version of Breath of... Not Breath of the Wild. Of Twilight Princess. Let's check out what it's like on a GameCube controller. That'd be really nice, wouldn't it? So, yeah, uh, that's what's going on there. Um, then we got, it's a little, there's a minor, minor detail here, but 
uh, you know, it's a small thing, small thing. Final Fantasy VII Remake will seemingly be 100 gigabytes. Yeah, that's cool. I'm unshocked. Um, as somebody who is... Oh, we don't have the photo anymore. Well, that sucks. Uh, as someone who is increasingly sensitive towards uh, sizes of games as I delete and install new ones constantly on my PlayStation 4. Yeah. As Let's Plays come and go. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's a big one. Is that a Whopper? That's a Whopper. Uh, I'm also sensitive to the fact that, like, as as um, different, say, fighting games come and go, like, fucking Street Fighter, after all updates, was somewhere in the 45 to 50 range. Yeah. Meanwhile... That's about right. And then, like, uh, Tekken and, and, and um, uh, Mortal Kombat, just these big honka honka... Big ass gigs. Oh, I've got games that are like 150 on my shit. And then fucking Guilty Gear comes along and it's like, yeah, four gigs. Yeah, well. Dragon Ball is like seven. Textures, man. You know? It's all textures. And like every uh, Arxis game is just like infinitely tiny compared to the others out there. Dragon Ball, uh, Guilty Gear, blah, blah, blah. Like all these games are just so much. And I'm just like, God, like fuck. It's all textures. <sighs> 100 gigs. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm still... I, I, I didn't get a pro. I'm still using my normal PlayStation. Yeah, you're insane. Up until space issues, it, it hasn't been an issue. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, I appreciate good compression. Uh, here's a fun, random little thing going on, but hashtag Jet Set Sona is a little bit of a movement going down. If a little you, art thing, right? If, yeah, if you see people with their um, profile picture... Uh, with a red, with a white X over a red, um, version of the picture, like mine is on Twitter right now, for example. It's just to promote uh this campaign by uh Kanonaut and Too Mellow making some funky beats. But essentially, it's basically just like, hey Sega, please make new Jet Set Radio. Um, it is like a fan put together campaign push type thing, where it's like hashtag Jet Set Sona. Uh, you can show off your Jet Set Radio OCs. I'm sure the Persona team really appreciates this digital media push. And uh, I, I, it's pretty interesting timing because I've been seeing a lot of like Jet Set Radio like merch going up on for sale on the Sega store. So like they they're making shit that they know people want to buy here. But yeah, fun little video where they kind of like create a an alt world where Rokaku is dead and there's uh the GGs aren't around anymore and there's some kind of new character designs and fun stuff just kind of like going like here's our OC stuff, you know? Um really cool presentation, awesome ass track by Tumelo who is confidently rapping. Yes. Confidently rapping. He's doing his thing. And uh you know, ultimately, it's just like, yo, Jet Set Radio needs to come back. So this is to help promote that. So I'm uh, promoting this to promote that. If you would like to know more or just want to check out some cool uh, Jet Set Radio fan shit, you can just go to hashtag Jet Set Sona on Twitter. Just don't do memes. Atlas hates that. This is Sega. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you see that fucking Mega 64 band platinum by Hideki, shit? Hideki Kamiya? 
by Funny Funny Games. <laughs> you should got you guys should go check that out. Uh, it's, it's a good video, good ass video. It's pretty straightforward, and they retweeted a vandal.espanol.com uh, uh, noticia for Hideki Kamiya. Uh, showing up in a Mega 64 video. They went to Japan recently and they talked about all the stuff they did in like uh, some of the podcasts and shit. There's a really goofy bit in that video where they're in uh, Sotenbori and they fucking run at some Japanese people and scare the shit out of them. Yeah, so, you know, um, creating a public nuisance in Japan these days as loud, boisterous Westerners kind of depreciated, kind of depreciated, you know... Uh, the milks might have been spoiled. Yeah, that's true. Milk might have been spoiled. Man, Night Pandas was a shit, though. You remember Night Pandas? No. It's the jackass bit. Okay. They dress up as pandas and start fucking trashing shit. Okay. Okay. Well, in any case, yeah. It, it, it kind of, like, it sucks to think that now there's just a little bit of, like, ah, you know, but, ah, ah. But, um, God damn it, they did continue to do the things that we could never dream of, which is uh, exert a Mega 64 influence over the industry. And while I was able to stand outside the Shinumeda building and freak out at seeing the Platinum sign, uh, they got in there and they got Kamiya in a video. I wonder if they touched his bald head. I think they would have recorded it if they did. I would want to. And they got him to participate and they got him to commit to the bit and uh, while they didn't ask much of him, what they got him to do was pretty. Was funny. pretty great. It's pretty funny. So uh, do check out the fucking gods, Mega sixty four. Forever jealous of how funny these guys are. God damn it, they started it all. They started it. And th- at this point, I love the uh, the meta idea of like, ha ha, I'm Dan, I'm dressed up in bay- bayonetta, and I'm dressed up as Wonder Red, and we're just doing our own stupid shit that we just do. Do whatever, man. And they're making a mini dumb meta version of a video they really would have made yeah. like 20 years ago. It's really goofy. <laughs> just rolling around on the ground. There's it- layers, man. Yeah, just layers. Good shit. It's good shit. So appreciate that. Fun podcast too. Yeah, the Mega Sixty Four podcast. I never listen to it. I don't listen to podcasts anymore. It's it's a fun. One. They'll never be as good as our podcast. <laughs> Every once in a while, we have the best podcast. They have they have production. See, they have a soundboard, and they click. They have like effects that kick in and out, like the car crash we talked about earlier. Yeah, but do they have all of this? They, yeah. Every time I'm there's so a piece sweaty. of news pertaining to the Joker, they have a Joker alert. <laughs> And it's just, it's just this Joker alert, whether it's Joaquin or Heath or whatever's going on with the damaged, you know, Joker alerts. That's great. It's fucking solid. All right. Last piece of news here. Tribe 9 is um, from 2Q Games. Basically. What if Danganronpa had baseball? You saw. Yes. Foxcade tweeted this out uh shout outs to foxcade essentially uh tribe nine you can it's a concept trailer for an idea where you're looking at a danganronpa ass future uh crazy cyber anime baseball situation and it's rad as shit uh because some cool ass character designs are showing up and we got a cool picture with cool hair tossing a cool ball and then someone on a motorcycle pulls out an engine-powered bat and fucking knocks that shit into the stratosphere. 
and then it turns the, the this fastball turns into a missile, and then uh, they get on their motorcycle and drive to the bases as the ball breaks through buildings to uh, fly to whatever cool person has to catch it on the other end who we get to see in the trailer it's nuts it's fucking crazy and um i don't know what genre of game one would hope it would be as straightforward as a baseball game it's not gonna be i know it's gonna be baseball crime and and solving mysteries too much it's too conceptually cool for it to ever actually just be a baseball game but dear god how much fun it would be because I, we were talking recently about how uh, the crossover appeal needs to exist. And I'm just kind of like, I want there to be things that I otherwise wouldn't be interested in that are video gamed the fuck out. I want a curling anime game. Yes. I want to know what the deal with curling is. And I want to be excited. Me and a couple friends back in the day wrote a fucking curling manga pilot. I never wanted to be a werewolf and fuck a rabbit person or a deer. But here I am. But um, please bring me racing games that have nothing to do with racing simulation. Yeah. Bring me sports games that have nothing to do with sports. I hope, I hope, at the very minimum, while there's going to be dead bodies and discoveries to make, uh, that there will be at least a mini, mini game that allows me to play some insane Neo Tokyo baseball. And that's the news. That's the news. Couple of letters. Hey, Wooly, let me ask you a question. Would you fuck Lewis, or would you let Lewis fuck you? I need more. I mean, if you want, there's a lot more. Yeah. I need more information. One, uh... One shot of a deer in a turtleneck is not enough information. Uh, let's go with Josh over here. If you have an email, you can send it to castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. And, uh, oh, I can do this now. I like this. I like this. Put my foot up. You know, like that's what the chair could always do, right? You could always have done that. It's not new. It rotates, it leans back. Oh. It moves and for comfort. I thought you meant this was like a secret lazy boy. No. No. Uh, no. Okay, well, uh, anyway, uh, Josh says, Hey guys, I was thinking about the nature of favorite movies. I've consciously made a choice to watch Donnie Darko at least 23 different times, but I fell asleep at some point every single time I attempted to watch it. That means that movie sucks. I deserve whatever attention that got. So, my conundrum is... Uh, I've I've made the decision to watch Donnie Darko all those times, many more times than any other movie I've seen. Should that make it a contender for my favorite movie? No. Despite me never actually remaining conscious throughout the remainder of the No, in fact, time? it's disqualified. Thanks for the input. Sincerely, a fully functional Galaga cabinet with a suspiciously dick-shaped joystick. That's remarkably specific. Very. Is it a penis? Suspiciously. That's a terrible question to ever have to ask. I think, is that a penis? Oh, that question. I thought like question. going about your daily life, right? You look over. Is that is that a penis? Um. So here's I I I, I the premise. I want to ask that to quote 
Uh, no, I don't either. I want to either know or not. Yeah. Definitively. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, that's one of the few certainties in life that we need at all times. I remember being a young man at the Olympic Stadium, getting changed to go to the pool or whatever, and those old guys that used the pool were there, and they were just hanging out with their fucking old man dicks out. I'm like, I hate this. I hate this a lot. What if, what if stand power to ask only that question and you always get a definitive yes, 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 or no, no, no? Then I would live in a, in a, in a, in a more concrete world. Okay. Well, um, uh, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I just hate looking at old man's penises. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. Is that's where my brain yeah was. Sitting. See, you're seeing it now, and it's like wrinkle and droopy, and you're like, no, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, I'm sure there's probably a song name out there that makes reference to old dicks that you can use as a stand name. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, to answer the question, uh, you said no. I'm gonna challenge and say this, right? Like. Um, you might be somebody that I like this guy, this person might literally, we're not getting enough information because it's like, you might have narcolepsy for all we know. It's possible. Right. Also, is this my favorite movie? If you have to ask. The answer is no. That's super weird because the, it's like, okay, well, do you love it more than every other movie? If the answer is yes, then yeah, it's your favorite movie. If the answer is no, then it's not. It's like, if you're with somebody and you're like, do I love this person? Legit question. The answer is no, bitch. Love is true and powerful and fills your heart and soul. I, I just, you know, it's one of those things where if it's, if, if at no point in this did you say, I really, really love the movie. You just said you watched it a lot of times and fell asleep. You never qualified what you think of it. Yeah. So if you think very highly of the movie, in fact, higher than every other movie, but you happen to fall asleep during it and you think that falling asleep disqualifies that, then uh, no, this can be your favorite movie that you happen to fall asleep during. Uh, if you don't think very highly of it, but you've tried to watch it that many times in order to get through it without falling asleep, then the answer is no. But only yeah, you we, know that. We don't really have a lot of useful information. That's pretty much it. So there you go. Um, next, let's take a quick one over here. Uh, from uh, Matt says, "Hey, dear Yaz, are there any remakes you don't think you'll ever touch?" While I'm excited to play RE3 make, I have no inclination to play RE2 make just because of how awesome the first one was. I'd prefer to other to play other games in its place since its time is limited. Are there any remade games you don't think you'll ever touch, whether this year or never? If it's anything that I think is cool, I'll take a look. I don't see why not. I, I'm the kind of person that my curiosity would always get the better of me. Yeah, I don't think I don't like to not only that, but like if what you love exists, then it exists. Yeah. You're not going to you know, ru- like, you're not going to ruin that with more data in that case. And, like, I don't know. To me, it's like, if it's a bad remake, then it's a bad remake, right? Persona 3 is fucking great. The answer is fucking terrible. Uh, I played both. And I can say that Persona 3 is great. And now I can tell people, oh, by the way, you don't need to worry about the answer. Yeah, just don't worry about it. Just, it's not even there. You know? Um, I don't. I, if there's ever a remake of something I'm curious about, then, like, yeah, I, don't, I think that's... You know, that's a premise that kind of implies that you're like, your 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 original memory will get ruined. Which, why would don't don't let just don't let it ruin your memory. Like that game what, still exists, man. It's still it's still there. Yeah, unless it's been removed from the store and you can no longer play. That's it. true. <laughs> then you'll have to find some other way to play it. 
Uh, by the way, off topic, uh, for everybody who's sad about the Silent Hill HD re-releases being a pile of shit, you can go check out the Silent Hill 2 Enhanced Edition, which patches up and dramatically improves the PC port of the game uh, to be a real HD re-release. Now, you need the original version of Silent Hill 2 on the PC to play that, uh, which you could get from eBay or otherwise... You'll have to figure that out for yourself. But that's the Silent Hill 2 Enhanced Edition. It's really good. So, Silent Hill 2 Reforged? Uh, but at, No, but good. But good. But good. <laughs> so, not Reforged. Yeah. Okay. Because there is a Reforged version. There is. It was the Pre-Forged. Pre-Forged. Because they were using an old version of the fucking game. Oh, isn't that crazy? Uh, okay, we got one coming in here. Uh, Christopher says, Dear Wooly and the Gremlin. Hey, man, I'm Gremlin. Big tabletop nerd, someone who actually likes Dragonlance. I become more powerful the more anyone remembers those books in the setting. Apparently, uh, I'm one of the shocking few who's actually seen and liked Tasselhoff and the Kender. Found out years after reading the books that one of the RPG setting guides purposely advertises Kenders as being childlike tricksters that everyone loves and forgives in a blatant attempt to make them more appealing to potential players directly uh, contradicts how they're treated in the actual stories, which are basically halflings who don't understand fear and are psychologically incapable of understanding the concept of personal property. That's about right. As well as glossing over them even lying about that fact uh, that most people in the setting actively hate them and sometimes even ban them from entire cities. That's true. As a result, a lot of people apparently played them as straight regular thieves, intentionally used them to destabilize someone's game, and the misleading advertisement meant that everyone thought they were supposed to be treated like lovable scamps instead of nuisances which led to a lot of people seemingly actively hating them ironically or for the same reason the people in the setting do which is not which while not understanding they're meant to be treated like that in the first place it's kind of hilarious because in the Dragonlance books yeah people get fucking pissed all the time so at Tasselhoff the characters in the world and the people playing the characters in real life both feel the same way yeah like I remember Flint would get fucking mad super fucking pissed like every couple of fucking pages tenders, yeah. be like stop stealing my fucking shit you little bastard but they're like a buddy cop movie yeah but then like he might actually take his life yeah and then they kiss potential fun and character dynamics of having a well-meaning trickster race that's disliked for obvious reasons was stimmied by the writers trying way too hard to sell everyone on them and basically demanding that everyone in the game love them by default so that would explain some of the hatred i didn't know existed yeah because i thought tasselhoff was a like fun it's not from the dragonlance community because that doesn't exist and isn't real it's from the dnd community (laughs) Um, and again, we readdressed this when we talked about the halfling shit. Yeah. But anyway, the question for you two then is, is there any specific or interesting examples you can think of uh, where a writer purposely advertised a character or a concept in a misleading way and then had it backfire when, if they were just honest, uh, people would have liked the idea? Poochie with her striped stockings and fashionable hat in Persona 4 Golden. That'd be Marie. Look at this cool new character. Ain't she great? She's the best. Oh, she's the new final boss. Oh, my God. Oh, uh. Standing in front of Elizabeth. F steak. <laughs> like standing in front of Elizabeth. <sighs> rocking that blue. Yeah. Just like, okay, well, can you just, just move to the side a little bit? But she got that hat, though. Also, somebody in chat pointed out correctly, Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, that's a really good one. 
Damn, I didn't have any of that. Oh my god, I never really put it together. He's the big dog. You know who else was a big dog? Mm -hmm. Poochie. Poochie. Poochie's the biggest dog in space. Roman had to go back to his home planet. Yeah. Was it him or Seth that got cancer? Oh, it was Roman. It was Roman? Congrats on beating your cancer, buddy. Yeah. That's legitimately amazing and you still look fantastic. Yeah. Also, the fact that everyone behind the scenes says he's super good to work with. Yeah. And like just a really... It makes me feel fucking sad as shit. The way Vince pushed him. Because then you go, the guy is awesome. Yeah. It's a shame he's, he's a good worker. Like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? He fucking wrestles, but the push. Yeah. You know? Um, finding out way after the fact, it's like, what an interesting twist on that era of, of wrestling, you know? Um, but yeah, I would not, I don't have a clear cut. That's Roman Reigns is the ultimate of that yeah. answer. Um, the closest thing I can think of, and it's not even, it's barely related, but there's definitely a part where when, uh, like Skullgirls first came out, uh, there was a lot of misunderstanding as to like what the game sort of was, I think. And I think a lot of people just didn't even check it out that would have loved it if they gave it a shot. I was one of those people. You were one of those people. And then Big Ban happened. And, and I was like, all right. Then the Dog Star Press showed up. Yeah. But. Uh yeah, Roman's definitely the top of the, the the fucking list on that one. Okay, um, and let's take a last one here from Austin, who says, "Dear William Pat, I'm not clever. I recently purchased Mario, excuse me, Metro Redux bundle from Fanatical. Noticed that it was offering me the option to pay two additional dollars and have two mystery game keys added to my purchase. Oh, that's fascinating. Being the idiot I am, I decided to accept the offer and went to check what the mystery games were." Turns out, Leisure Suit Larry 6 and a game called Curse Eye of the Isis. I've never heard of, immediately regretted the purchase and chose... I don't know, loading those up and fucking around with them is totally worth $2 to me. If you are able to do so on a stream in front of people... No, I I, I grab random shit off, stream, off Steam you? for 5 bucks and just fuck with it. Wow, okay, because obviously the question goes, have we done this? And my answer is never. Oh, all the time. I never buy a mystery coat. I have enough games. I bought mystery games, dude. Like I, I have enough mystery co- mystery games. No, I have enough games that I know about that I want to play yeah. that are still overflowing no, my, my, I, I my find, backlog. I find a lot of value in like uh, uh, picking up some bullshit at random for like two, three, four, five dollars and being like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Because every now and then, like one out of 20 times, you're like, oh, sick. You know, like it's just legitimately crazy. But if it's if, if the answer is, oh, sick, wouldn't you already own it? No, a lot of games don't get coverage or press or any notability at all. I mean, okay, to be fair, if I did this and I got Leisure Suit Larry 6, I would have busted my ass laughing. That's not all you would have busted. Yeah. At how good that is. No, six didn't really. I don't know, man. I don't remember each particular one. No, I think seven was love for sale. I don't know. Second. Anyway, um, what it, a fucking relic. Yeah, but uh, but uh, you know, I I don't uh, ultimately like I I would have that would have been a fucking hilarious one to roll the dice on. But personally, in my history, I've never bought a game as a mystery code and just like did it because, like I said, I already have a stack of shit I recognize that I don't have time for. Yeah, man. We're hey, man. If we don't do it, who will? Hmm. Yeah, man, I got into Leisure Suit Larry because I had th- the first the PC we our first computer we ever bought. Uh, we had three pre-installed because the person who had the computer left a bunch of LucasArts point and clicks. Oh, on there it. you go. So we had Leisure Suit Larry three. We had Laura Bow. We had Police Quest and the indie games. 
So I got introduced through that. And then we're like, oh, oh, this game features some not Christian values. It does not. Hmm. It very much does not. And then part seven came out and then it had a button called the boss button. It was the automatic yeah. automatic uh, minimize and opening of solitaire. That's so good. Where you're like, God damn, this is fucking. Why are you playing solitaire, man? Oh, you're right. I'll get back to work. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. I hope you all tune in next week on Monday and or download it from your favorite podcast application. In addition to checking out Wooly over at twitch.tv slash Versus and youtube.com slash Versus, And me, Pat, over at twitch.tv slash patstaresat. And you know what? Let's do something a little different right before we close this out. What's that? Uh, let, if, you, if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend about it. Tell a friend. How about that? That's the first time I've ever asked anyone to do anything. Why would you do that today? Is the podcast dying? Last legs, bro. Oh, man. Well... You are, so technically. I'm I'm in that thing where my blood sugar <laughs> If you're is dying, low. then yeah. Actually, that's not a... Oh man, this would be a super good podcast. Just, just prop up an effigy of me. Get a soundboard ready. I believe in you. In, we can super do that <laughs> easily. There's a website. <laughs> you feed it videos <laughs> and it creates the board. Fantastic. Good to know. Conducting experiments and hunting for my territory. It's the West Side, no horror story. Your most muscles, man.